When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. You can tell our friends And they can have my things when we're dead But we gonna live forever Boys, 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 finally happened. My prediction finally came true that everyone you know is now getting on TikTok. A year late, you have 35-year-olds doing the renegade. It's disgusting. But if you are on there, follow me, Ryan Long Comedy. I post stand-up clips, reasonable things for a grown man to post. Don't just dance to Justin Bieber. You're 30 years old, man or woman. It's not... It's not cute. It's gross to watch. It finally happened to me, by the way. I ran out of toilet paper. Had to go buy more toilet paper. By the way, first time I've ever felt cool buying. I felt like a god. You're walking down the street like a like a warlord with your toilet paper. Very, very different. Now, guys, this is a very special edition of the Boys Cast. A lot of people have been saying they want to hear me talk to different people. Want to hear some interviews. And I've been planning on doing stuff for a while. Now, I would like to just do normal episodes about normal stuff, but it's it's ridiculous too. And I talk about this a little bit later in the episode, but you know, if you're at a stand-up comedy club and someone just died and the guy's like, relationships are crazy, you can't, right? You can't just go up there and be, you know, it's kind of weird having a, you know, when you have car problems, it doesn't matter. No one cares. There's too much stuff going on right now. It's the elephant in the room. So it's hard not to address this. But everyone's making their disgusting coronavirus content. And honestly, I've not enjoyed watching it. I've not enjoyed watching everyone's crappy, you know, Tiger King content. I've not watched everyone's, liked everyone's coronavirus content. It's just content. Everyone, I'm trying to fade the pack. So I thought, what can I do that's very interesting? What can I, you know, and then I thought, I've talked a lot about on the boys cast that everyone's lying to you. The media is a bunch of fucking losers. There's, who do you, yeah, you can't trust these idiots. So then who can you trust? And that's what the purpose of this episode is. I'm doing a two and a half hour state of the union with my dark web correspondent, Patrick O'Neill. Now you're asking, oh, let me tell you who this person is. Patrick O'Neill right now is one of the biggest producers in, in the country that I used to live in, Canada, a communist country called Canada. Now this guy's on the front lines. He's work, right now he's working 12 hours a day. He's working on like five different radio shows, working 12 hours a day covering Corona on a talk radio station that's, you know, the equivalent of if you live in America, it'd be the equivalent of like a, you know, a talk radio station at Sirius XM that's streaming all day long or whatever, if CNN had a radio station or something like that. So that's what he's been doing. This guy, more importantly than that, this guy knows every nook and crevice of the dark web. He's got the best scoop on all the conspiracies. 
he kind of one of those guys that knows everything. So he used to have all these radio shows that he was a producer of, and he would bring all these comedians on. I remember Garrett Jamison introduced me to him. He was like, you got to go to this guy's show. He's hilarious. A bunch of people told me about Patrick O'Neill. And then I met him, and then immediately I was like, oh, this guy's like the man. So he was, he, you know, he's super follows the all the different comedy scenes. He's been a producer for years. He comes from a radio family. His family was, you know, his mom was in radio. And then he's had this successful career in radio. He's been on the front lines of this whole thing. Plus, he's hilarious. And he's got the best hot takes on all this stuff. I've been talking a lot about bad hot takes. He's got the good hot takes. So, without further ado, tell me what you guys think of this. I thought, I thought he gave some pretty good perspective. He's one of those guys a lot of times I'll be like, I don't trust this. What's going on here? And I'll be like, yo, Patrick, what's the scoop on this shit? So I thought I thought it was a, a pretty fun conversation. This is a conversation with my dark web correspondent, Patrick O'Neill. So you're still working right now? More than ever, yeah, yeah. Literally, like, uh, at the station, I think there was two guys in my position who had just come back from the state, so they got mandatory 14-day isolation. And then a couple of other people... Uh, because of just like rubbing shoulders with you, and I'm not joking, Jews. Who <laughs> Let's cut the shit. Who are the Jews behind this, or are they behind this? Well, <laughs> what are they not behind? Uh, but they, it, it, there was a big problem with them all doing like I think I'm pretty sure it was like a Sukkot dinner thing, which was at like a Jewish community center, and that was like the first big outbreak transmission in uh, Toronto because the one of the Jewish guys at the Sukkot thing was at the mining expo in Toronto. The mining expo was a big international thing, which had a load of Chinamen at it. So that's pretty <laughs> much how it got to here. What, let's, what's the Patrick O'Neill take on the whole thing from the beginning? Like with... I mean, like, the just everyone has heard, like, the Wuhan wet market, which is, that's like the slop, and it's 100% false. The only grain of truth to it is that there were some of the original 50 cases in China had been to that wet market, but less than half of them. So anytime someone brings up this fucking eating bats at a wet market thing, 100% false. That wet market exists, and some of the people had been there, but that's it. I think it's about 29 kilometers north of the Wuhan wet market is the only level four bioweapons uh, laboratory in China. It's called the Wuhan Virology Institute. And you go on their website, and there are people who are scientists uh, handling bats without gloves or like any protective gear. Like there's like pictures of them, like gesturing, holding up a bat. They're like, <sighs> and it's like, these people have to be getting bitten and stuff like they're just not doing it properly. Like on the website and you could literally just Google it. Wuhan virology Institute. It's a public website, loads of pictures of them handling bats without protective gear. But they also say like list what they're researching. And it's like, coronavirus pathogen and mutagens so it's basically like how a coronavirus develops and mutates and um uh i think it was like advanced uh corona transmission between 
dissimilar species so how it would jump from a bat to something that doesn't have a similar so, okay so they're in the lab i think the closest but what's the conspiracy actual- though what's the conspiracy because people are saying that this just came out of wuhan naturally and you're like no they've been this is biological no so there is like two different things so they have like the original corona one of the original coronavirus strains which is like the one that you would just research normally to develop like medicines and cures and shit like that this is something that like everywhere they're doing it like they have they're studying that in like austria and like russia and canada and america like everyone does that kind of thing but then certain countries like the united states russia israel china they always have a second strain which they try to weaponize for two reasons one they want the weapon for themselves Two, if someone else gets the weapon, they need to know how the weapon works in order to inoculate themselves. So what's happened in China, um, to me, the what is most likely, just how uh, everything went, because of the enormous spread and very rapid spread in Hong Kong, to me, this looks like it was a biological weapon that they were developing for use in Hong Kong just because of the timing with the protesters and everything like that. Do you think that's convenient or you think that was part of it? uh, No, that's part of it. I think that's... um, Because that was, you're like, yeah, it was basically like, these protesters, we need to figure out what to do with them. It's like, okay, we're going to weld their doors shut. How about that? Yeah, literally weld them inside. How about that? And exactly. And let the virus spread. But that's like, and there, there's like tons of models for this. And everybody has seen like the Bill Gates one where he models like what would happen with the coronavirus and everything like that. So lots of military uh, like studies and theories. Yeah, Bill and Gates was kind of all this. over this for a bit, right? Yeah, he's very big. There's like rumors and stuff that he owns like a patent to it, the virus, which is just nonsense. That's not how that works. But he certainly is like more in the loop of these viral outbreaks, especially because of uh, his work in Africa, where a lot of this stuff, you know, accidentally happens, where it's more likely both China and the U.S. use Africa as like testing grounds for their biological weapons. So in uh, China, or the, like the theory is like, well, why would they use it on their own people? But well, if you know anything about China, like Mandarin Chinese, their own people think- count as the ones who are going with the government. That's what their own people means. Exactly. And so Hong Kong is mostly Cantonese or like Cantonese descendants and like a mix of a bunch of things. So the purpose of a biological weapon is to use like we need the shit in Hong Kong. Like they need the buildings, the infrastructure, all this stuff. They just don't like the people there. The best way to get rid of the people, keep all their shit there, biological weapon. It only is going to kill off the people on the island. You're going to have all this infrastructure and shit left left over. You just replace the Cantonese with more obedient Mandarins from the mainland, like the communism and like Mandar the the two. Yeah, for sure. Those, like, the other they, those guys got a little taste of freedom. Whereas exactly, yeah, they've yeah. never they've never had the sweet succulent. No, the Mandarins are like the stereotypical, like stone face, sort of really dry Asians, and like all the funny, cool Asians are Cantonese ones. Or Filipino. So, like the Mandarin. Yeah, exactly. Filipinos <laughs> hold it down. Oh, of course. They're cool as shit, but they also don't have like these sort of like. Uh, success, work, work ethic. Hard work. Yeah, success and ethic of the Mandarins. Um, so, and, and another thing is. Um, it may not have even really started in China or Wuhan or like the Ubei province um, because in 2014 in Winnipeg, 
Um, oh, that's what you were where, saying earlier. Yeah. So Canada has, um, it, it's not even just like nationalism. I feel no attachment to Canada, but it is the world. I left that fucking shithole in the dust, dude. <laughs> yeah. Smart move. The um, minute I leave, the, the comedy minute, scene goes to shit too. Yeah. It literally is now no comedy scene. I know. Everybody's at home. It's now a, a podcast scene. Um, so in 2014, the RCMP catches a Chai Com Chinese communist spy who is a woman who is a professor who is both teaching at a university and working out of the uh, Winnipeg Virology uh, Institute. And there's two different versions. So one is that uh, from the RCMP. So this version is obviously a lie. They caught her right away before anything really happens and they prevented her from actually going to uh, China with any of the information. Here's the actual version. She had been stealing almost a billion dollars worth of research and samples over the course of like three years. She had made about 18 visits back to China in this time, which is like, it's not normal because even like there's a lot of Chinese immigrants in Canada and they do go back and forth, but not like once a month. They don't go once a month and they don't go with like giant... It, yeah, I mean, it was just so obvious. So, anyways, this woman who uh, Chinese communist, she was a Chinese communist smuggling spy bat at, dick, exactly smuggling like just bat juice back <laughs> to Wuhan. Um, and so, this is very likely where they got it because um, their av- ability to develop like the more advanced strains of Corona, because Corona is just like a flu or cold virus. They're all Coronas, so. They could easily develop like the smaller, shittier ones and try and experiment with them and make them more dangerous. But places like with these level four facilities, they have things like HIV, super HIV AIDS, uh, Ebola, like the worst stuff that they could not get elsewhere because these things are very often like unless it's during an actual outbreak, they're conf- the samples are all confined to a lab. So it's not like they can just go out and be like, well, let's just take a trip somewhere where people are sick and we'll get it. It doesn't work like that. This thing only existed in the lab up until about October. And that's when people um, – so I was like in vac- on vacation in Italy and I first started hearing about it, like, man, this this is a really bad thing. And there's, like, missing uh, uh, parts of the genome. So they would, even now when they put it out, it's like, we've mapped the genome. We know what it looks like. They always leave a blank space because that blank space uh, has this thing on it called an uh, HIV protein spike. And it's basically why HIV is so... Um, so easily spread and so quickly spread and is so efficient at sort of corrupting and taking over other cells is this protein spike, uh, which is what is in the COVID-19. So there is no other coronavirus that has any like remote similarities to HIV. None. It's two totally different things, except for COVID-19 has exactly the very distinct kind of protein spike in it which is designed to like that's why like it get hiv gets your t-cells and kills them so fast and transforms them into other hiv infectious cells so quickly so this is why they talk about um every single person who gets this will definitely give it to four people kind of thing like that's hiv level right. efficiency san francisco spread. hiv levels exactly yes 
<laughs> yeah, like <laughs> uh, you like Provincetown, Rhode Island. Gay. Yeah. Uh, it's inc- um, so it spreads incredibly quickly. And then also, there's a bunch of different things of so some people would try and assert that it's more likely sort of a U.S biological weapon because it hit China first and hardest. But in reality, when you look at it, it is actually more effective at spreading amongst uh, like the race mongoloid, which is what people refer to as like Asians now and not like uh, West Asians, like East Asians, like Chinese people and Japanese people and Korean okay, so, people. Yeah, so the one of the things that you're saying is kind of being misrepresented is yeah. that the one of the reasons why it's spreading different in different regions is because of the different races. Exactly. Yeah. So it is actually like ethnically more efficient in Asian people. And then also, so because hits, of just okay. Like, what are the races in order? Um, just to do which ones, uh, just best to worst and nothing to do with the coronavirus. And then <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But the, the coronavirus, what's the, what's the order of worst to best? Cause Russians apparently aren't getting hit at all. Yeah, Have so you seen you basically, that? Dude, all the yeah, Russians well, are... I, I mean, you never know because a lot of times they're out there they yeah, haven't got hit, but they're out there being they like... They lie about it. <laughs> yeah. North, uh, North Korea no, apparently had like one guy with corona and then they just killed him. Yeah, yeah. I'm not surprised. No, it, it's really, really bad for... Uh, so the worst would be Asians. They get it the, the worst. Second, yeah, yeah. Then the second worst would be Middle Eastern and Indian people. Then the third worst would be sort of your mixed whites. Um, you're sort of like uh, not like – I mean like the best would just cut to the end of like the two best and they're sort of tied for being like the least uh, susceptible to it is like people who have really pure northern European or – Pure. Like, <laughs> yeah. Imagine Trump went That's up the- there and used those terms. It's like obviously <laughs> this is affecting pure-blooded <laughs> – <laughs> Those with pure blood will be affected less. That's so funny. The problem is these damn dirty mud blood spreading it all over the place. So it's, uh, um, <laughs> your words, pure blood. Yeah, so, if, uh, those with Aryan blood shall be safe from COVID-19. It is close to that. That and then like, so like. Um, Which we are now calling uh, COVID-316. <laughs> it's like Finland. Uh, Norway, Russia, Denmark, uh, Germany. Why though? Why is that? It, it's literally the racial makeup. It's the um, uh, northern. Is it the racial European, makeup, or is it the the like culture they're living in? It's a little bit from column A, a little bit from column B. So like Russia definitely benefits from like the culture of being anti outsiders. So they close their borders so much quicker than everybody else. I don't mean also... just that. I meant more also the culture of like, you know, eating shitty and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cleaning up after yourself up... and like hygiene. Yeah, just beating up their bodies like to the fact where, you know, they're all Russians yeah. are just always on the brink of death. So their immune systems are always working overtime. Yeah, that uh, it, it doesn't play no role in it. Like the, the lack of hygiene and sort of the. Uh, the weird food eating stuff, I certainly like exacerbates the issue in like Asia and Africa and India. And whereas like in Northern Europe, it's like, um, what's like better, like less sort of, uh, racial dog whistling, um, Korea. The reason why Korea got a handle on it so fast is basically two 
reasons. The population is like very concentrated to one part of the country. And the second part, it's ethnically homogenous. So as soon as they found out something that helped one person, they pretty much could guarantee it was going to help the rest because there isn't that much genetic diversity. Whereas in the West, when we develop vaccines and shit like that, it's not for like as targeted. It has to affect such a broad swath of the population because like the fact is like black. It has to work Asian, on black people, white. white people, homosexuals. Whereas Iran, yeah, they don't yeah. have any of those, so they're good. Well, Iran is, uh, yeah, I mean, as far as like who got hit the worst or like the two countries who got hit the worst and are lying most about it would obviously be China and Iran. So Iran, it could be, they're saying like 2,500 deaths or something like that now. And then there's some people saying it's like, it could be six times that yeah. already. That's why all those numbers, I've been so skeptical of all those numbers where they're like this country, this, you're like, based on what? They're on the fucking honor system. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, the vast majority of the, even in the United States, like you can't really trust the numbers because they have Iran has no gays, no Corona. Yeah. So like that, you have two different reasons to lie about that. It's like the medical community lies about it because it's like, don't like stoke these racial tensions. Because if you did like, why would that, why would that stoke racial tensions to say that, you know, the different body types deal with the coronavirus differently? Because you could solve the problem much faster for like white men than you could solve it for oh, America. Yeah, that makes. That's sense. why Korea was. That's why Korea got so ahead of this is because they know how to protect Koreans who have almost all incredibly similar genetic makeup. The most genetic variants <laughs> would be between men and women. You're saying Korea. physically they have the most similar genetic makeup. Is that what you're saying, Patrick? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and. Um, so uh, we've developed a <laughs> we've developed a vaccine that only works on people with a less than five inch penis. <laughs> <laughs> this virus is a very disrespectful to the long <laughs> Um. So yeah, so that's why and like places, yeah, like you have to, no, you put the virus, you put the antidote in the tip of the dick, but it only has the ability to travel five inches. <laughs> <laughs> Around the inch number five, it starts the the powder starts to disintegrate. Yeah. You have like all the Korean guys like <laughs> dipping their dicks in like cold water before they go and get the fucking cure. Um, oh, sorry, where was I? Okay, um, so that's the first one. That that's how it kind of started and how it spread it, and then the, all these governments lied about it. Yeah, and so uh, the and the big you could see like the. It's not proof, but it's certainly like another piece of evidence that indicates in that direction is the excise uh, response from all the Western governments. So you look at how like it's not a even a bad flu season yet. It, not in any country. That's what you were saying it's, to me when you're like, oh, this is just the beginning of it, which is a lot of people yeah, are saying that. But do you, that's what you think? Yeah. yeah, we have not reached the peak of the first wave yet. And the second wave is going to be much, much more deadly than the first wave. Because the first wave is where we do all the preparation. We think we've actually like won the battle and then we relax and then it comes back way harder. And that's the other thing. Why of, does like, it come it, back harder? Me, because of the dormancy and latency period where it's like, uh, like you and me 
will go around for like six months not knowing that we have it because we're asymptomatic or we're, we have like good enough uh, immune systems and like healthy enough lifestyles that it just like, ah, I feel kind of shitty. But meanwhile, you're going around and you're spreading it. And then 14 days later to all the people who have spread it, that's when they actually develop the actual illness. So it's very good and certainly like designed to be able to get underneath the radar. So that curve thing they keep talking about, like flattening the curve, uh, the real risk is that the, that um, it, that is not like a new uh, method or anything of control or prevention. So if it's a biological weapon, they've likely designed that with that in mind, with it being able to like, if you think you are flattening the curve, you want it to make it look like the curve gets flat so that it could then spike right back up. When you make, and you make illnesses, how, how can you design it to that degree? It's incredible, but that's what like, a, um, what's it called? The CRISPR, the, the, it's like, that's what that technology is. And it really allows you to play with the genetic makeup of like, uh, any kind of organism. And so this is really where it's sort of, ch uh, like CRISPR originally was sort of like, yeah, I get to, um, you know, like make you make your kid like have blue eyes and, uh, get, make sure that they don't have any sort of like genetically developed diseases and stuff like that. So that's what like the CRISPR technology was originally used for. Uh, and then it was banned in China. And when they ban things in China, that means the government is nationalizing it and taking it secret. So they don't like they did now like just stop like sort of your average like Chinese couple from saying like, yeah, let's use this CRISPR to make sure the kid doesn't develop, you know, Lampington's or some like fucking genetically derived disease. You could very subtly and gently edit the uh, the genome of the fetus, so it weeds out all that stuff, and you and does as specific as literally. I got like you. That's what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's the first part of it. Is like what all what all happened. Yeah. Okay. So I was gonna say, what's like the the most wacky conspiracy right now? The most wacky conspiracy is that the, the conspiracies. Even... What are some like? What are some good deep web ones? Okay, that it, it doesn't even exist, and this is literally just a move to. Dude, I've seen a lot of then, I've seen a lot of people popping around with that, being like, "No, this is fucking bullshit." Yeah, yeah, the, it, it's like incredibly mild and very easy to treat, and the reality is, uh, it's just. Um, Which is kind of what everyone TV. seemed to be thinking at the beginning, and then every person was kind of like, "Yeah, yeah, my bad, wrong on that." <laughs> yeah, and I would I would say that like. Um, don't like anyone who says they were like on this first and that the other side was the one like, no, nobody took this seriously or had any like curiosity of what was going on in China until January. And they said it began. There was a few people that were hitting the pavement pretty hard, like Mike Cernovich and stuff. He was on Twitter oh, being yeah, like, yeah. sell your, but again, that's, I've been, I'm always saying this. You're like, yeah, but these guys have always, they always have some new doomsday theory because that's how they keep their fucking, that's their whole model. So you're like, yeah, you fucking got one right out of 25. Congratulations. It's Peter Schiff. It's Peter Schiff. Dude, like Peter he, Schiff got beat up in this, eh? Like, is fucking, <laughs> your boy, you guys don't know Patrick's a gold bug. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Did you see, I, it, so Peter Schiff's got this like gold. He's, he's always hawking his fucking shitty gold company, and I I don't yeah, mind Peter Schiff, but you really like him. Yeah, exactly. And then he fucking his whole thing like tanked, right? 
Uh, yeah, well, it, it is going up and down like crazy. So what he basically thought was like, oh, I've finally been right. The American economy is going to This was tank. his moment, too. Like, Peter Schiff's been been beating the ground that the economy is going to crash for like 10 years or 20 years. This would have been like his moment, and it just fucking got taken away from him. Absolutely. So like, what? I, and you could literally just watch it happen. It's like the gold price starts to go up, and it's like, yep, yep, we were right this Schiff whole time. Schiff loving they- life. They prick the the bubble and the air is rushing out and then all of a sudden gold starts going back down and like <laughs> <laughs> and so it's like uh, you know it's because of like the pan that's the other thing is like um, so with any of like the Austrian economics guys like they're they know Austrian economics much better than they know people and so like very much Austrian economics I always describe to people like because I went to school for economics I always describe people that's kind of like the bad boy school of economics they be, yeah, yeah. you know it's kind of like uh, in school they teach you that you know you gotta put money in the economy to raise the interest rate this is how you you know you'd kind of you mess around and tinker with the economy using all these tools and Austrian economies like that is uh, that is uh, that all that stuff is A stealing from the American people and B causing the crashes yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, like, the Keynesians are, like, the fucking dorks with their glasses <laughs> on at the front of the class, and then the Austrians are at the back. Like, do, 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 do. Yeah. I love the fucking, fucking leather jackets. Yeah, the bad boy. Talking about Hayek. <laughs> <laughs> the bad boy economists. Yeah. Psh, yo, did you so, the good shit? Okay, so. So, literally, like, and, and so, yeah, exactly. All the people who sort of, like, predicted the undoing of the American economy are trying to take credit for this. Whereas it's like that's what every single person has has their version of why this is uh, why this is they're they're told you so. Yeah, it's either proof that we should have complete socialized health care, which I really don't get that one. Uh, Open borders is the dumbest fucking thing in the world. I, I sort of get that one a little more. It's it is funny to see like people literally in Canada and you guys like so the public health officer was like, hey, this racist backlash against the Chinese community is like, it's very scary. We need to worry. Anybody is that true? Or is about- that, is that straight bullshit? It's That's like five things that happened. Right. And if, and well, I've no, seen a I, video I, on the internet, it was like, this guy's getting racism against him because of coronavirus. And it was like, he was just getting jumped by some black dudes. It was- <laughs> yes. Okay. So that's, that's the other thing of like, it, it so much going on. So like this weird sort of side storyline, of like, yeah, the, uh, throughout the world, there's a, allegedly this big racist backlash against Chinese people. There's no evidence of it, of course, like certainly in the United States. So all the people who say like it keeps happening, it keeps happening. There is no like um, crime report about it in a single one of these cases. None. So most of them are like rumors and things like that. And then the ones that are like verified, you see it actually happen happening. It's almost exclusively black guys harassing Asian guys on the New York subway. Right. Every single one of them. <laughs> so it's, it's like, another day and it's just another day in the office. Exactly. We got, I was like, sorry, did you see how they were treating them prior to this outbreak? Like, it's exactly the same. They fuck with them and tease them and shit. That and was one like, of the biggest what? lies when they were, because this is, again, you're just like, how is anyone going to listen to the media? Because you're just lying nonstop all day long, every day. But then the, the Trump one with the China thing, he actually had a pretty reasonable answer. He's like, 
<laughs> yeah but they go they're like they showed yeah, yeah. the clip of him being like this is what happened and and th- so they showed the clip of of him being like the china virus and then the journalist like poning him but then what really happened was he was like no because they're trying to say it happened from it came from america and i'm not gonna let that happen or whether you agree with it or not it was like a fairly reasonable rebuttal and they just yeah, skip they just like leave that out there's like can you imagine working at a news station they're like hey do you mind just uh, editing out this like part and they like how do you possibly look at your boss and you're like really? like i'm really going to like edit out just like selectively edit and you're like are, are we not a news station is there how is there not more whistleblowers at like fucking these places being like all right no this is ridiculous just like a million project veritas fucking videos could have been made in the last couple of weeks of just like the i mean and i would say like yeah fuck the news but i literally do that at my job when they tell me like change that i'm like okay <laughs> really I, I never yeah of course okay so i get paid i never just I'm like i'll put my foot down he didn't say that we are, we gotta be honest about this and you're like no i did that differently like sure <laughs> That's how much resistance I'm putting out. And, I, and I, I hate it when other people do it, but it's like, there's nothing. I'm not, you really yeah, do. you're right. Why would you put up resistance? It's your job. You don't give a shit. But I guess yeah, if you pretend you do give a shit. But yeah, no, they probably can. I bet you a lot of people convince themselves. They're like, well, I'm lying, but it's to take down Trump. So it's, you know. Yeah. and But literally, so that exact thing happened. At, not a, Yeah. The exact same thing happened at, at uh, where I worked was like literally – Everyone called it, every single person at the station called it either the virus from Wuhan, the virus from China, the Chinese virus, or the Wuhan virus. And then the day it became an issue when Trump said it was the Chinese virus, we had to, from that point on, change it to COVID-19 or the coronavirus. So all of the copy went through like meticulously. So that's how that works at the news stations. Like literally Trump says something and then is it that Trump says something then everyone else picks up on it like CNN picks up on it and then everyone changes or are you guys are kind of part of the shift? No. Yeah, we are part of the uh, shift. So it's like um, Trump does this and the assumption for everyone in the media is that like, well, I work for the news media, so I know people, and I know normal people, and I know how they normal people think and feel. So normal people are all going to think and feel that Trump is a hateful bigot racist because he accurately described where this thing came from. I heard him call Trump. I thought it was a little much when he called it the C-H-I-N-K flu. That was <laughs> – I thought that was pushing it. What are you doing Sorry, over there? Sorry, too hard. <laughs> I fucking just pulled the wire out. My bad. Um, so, yeah. And literally uh, – um, so they li- they go like, oh, there is one journalist asking the question that obviously is like they are trying to paint him as like being racist in that way. So if then, they like, just that- called it yellow fever, that would have been hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just went with yellow fever. <laughs> and just like showing all these people in the hospital, and they're like jaundice, and they actually look <laughs> yellow. And they're like, has nothing to do nope. with that. It's a completely nope. unrelated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So uh, all the people in the media just go like, they think 
it's literally just like, oh, someone at the New York Times or the Washington Post or CNN or MSNBC, they think this way or they pose the question this way. So therefore, that has to reflect what's like actually going on in the minds of like the people in the country, which is like, obviously, it's nonsense. Like, you don't need to even explain that to people. Like, they are literally just- No, anyone who's taking, who's taking that position is taking it in bad faith. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because because no one stopped calling it the Spanish flu. Like, it's still how people reference it today. And by the way, the Spanish flu, nothing to do with Spain. Uh, it's from China. <laughs> okay, now we're, now we're talking. So what happened with the Spanish yeah. flu? What's the origins of the Spanish flu? It's, it's literally just like post-First uh, World War. Uh, it happened pretty much everywhere, but it came from like Chinese immigrants were spreading it around. And then Spain had like the. Have you heard the one where uh, you start to slowly lose all your money and they call it the Jew flu? <laughs> <laughs> it just gets inflated away. <laughs> we're all going to be suffering from the Jew flu in, in about six months. <laughs> Fucking $900 for a Big Mac. <laughs> um, but yeah, and so, and that's what I was like back to like the, uh, the real like conspiracy theory so it's like one is that like it's a biological weapon from like fort detrick in the u.s which is like where they did all like that you know like given cia agents acid and weird shit like that so that's way more like kind of pop uh pop conspiracy conspiracy yeah that's not the real um, shit yeah the the real thing is like it is a uh a designed virus that it's like has designed impotency so it's like it'll be bad for a very long time and then it will stop itself because all the elites or the globalists really want is that initial bad phase where you get everybody scared and like that's not just like how yeah, it works throughout history is you sort of like create some panic and then instead of like never let a good crisis go to waste Exactly. What fucking Jew said that? Rahm Emanuel. <laughs> Another secret Jew. Uh, uh, Patrick's uh, opinions do not represent the boys cast. <laughs> no, not, a, not at all. But so and it's like basically for two things is you scare people to the point where they are clamoring now for. Uh, Dude, people like are so. It is so crazy how quickly people give up their freedoms. Dude, you know what? I was actually thinking. It's almost like everyone just d craves discipline so much because you can watch like. Dude, I'm watching like chicks, especially fifty percent of the population. It's like ingrained into. They them. need it. Like, yeah, they're like they, they're like almost like getting off on the fact that the government's giving them like rules of like they can't be outside of their house and they get to tell other people. It's like. You know what I mean? They're all yeah, so, it's their fucking dad telling them what to do again, and they're getting excited about it. They're getting off on this you shit. You referenced uh, Alex uh, Byron or Byron or whatever his name is, and him talking about like the social distance warriors. Yeah. But that is literally like ninety percent of the calls I get at the radio station now is literally like because there isn't like an official complaint line. They call the radio station and say, I saw this business and it was open and there was two <laughs> people in there. Every single fucking call now. It's like, I'm not every single call, but 90% of the calls are from women complaining about other people uh, 
like basically complaining about other people having rights still <laughs> it's like literally like how are these people allowed to leave their homes still how is this business allowed to be open how are the cops not shooting people for fucking standing within six feet of each other it's cr- but this is like a, you see why it's like you can write this shit off as like oh fucking conspiracy theory nonsense except okay, so why do you think not- that so many okay to cut you off though why do you think that so many of those people like the fucking you know whatever the owen benjamins or the uh sam tripoli's or those guys like they're pretty i mean they're pretty fucking all in on this is a bunch of bullshit is it just that they kind of went in on that early and they're not allowed to change their mind because they're the type of people or are you are they just cooked or what do you think it is in fairness to them they haven't been so overwhelmingly disproven yet like it's not like a flat earth kind of thing where it's just like man the only evidence that exists contradicts your point of view right like you can make up a lot of silly things to sort of like get to flat earth but in the end like there's so much practical observable observable things that disprove it that it's like all right these people kind of have to shut up and quiet down whereas like those guys who are saying like it's just not real and it, i mean like certainly you can't deny that like people are getting sick and things like that but it's I don't see the evidence that it, it has reached this big widespread fucking justified The numbers just aren't there. Like you're still kind of operating on faith that this is as bad as everyone says it is. Exactly. So, and I, the I guy, even I just like off. when I go to the, the bodega, like under my house, I'll go down and that guy will be like, this Corona, it's all made up. Like he's just like your average standard guy. What? Black guy or Spanish guy? He's a brown guy. Oh, really? Because I, I haven't met a, a black guy or like a Spanish dude who thinks that this is not complete. They're not bullshit. buying any of this shit. They don't trust the government for not shit. Complete. Yeah. And I've seen similar things of like uh, in Harlem in uh, Every in girl like, is hook, line and sinker. Like no matter what you tell no, them, they're, it's, it's almost like the women really do need fucking guys around or they would give up their rights. They'd be like, hey, the, the government would be like, it might help. Is there anything we could do? He was like, I mean, it might help if we like put you in chains and made you our sex slaves. They'd be like, where do I sign? Yeah, <laughs> oh, that is-, is this working? Is it working? Oh, I don't know. I think we need two yeah, more that- years of this. <laughs> Oh, and that and that's the other thing I think people are really discounting is like, let's say best case scenario, they let us out uh, at the end of April into like May. I don't think it goes another year or two before they do it again. Really? Well, that's I guess yeah. that's what they're talking about. So you're pretty you're like your opinion on this is fairly down the middle, not too conspiratorial. Well, I would say, and this is where I tell like all the fucking comedians who are like messaging me now of like where to get guns and fucking. Which, by the way, I was loving that you were saying that all the comedians are messaging you like actual serious stuff, but you can't help but just be a fucking piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. And I'm like literally saying to people of just like, uh, you know, like if this is such horseshit, the only people who are going to get sick are like old sick people already, and that I like. Every single person I know is like, just had to take uh, my uncle to the hospital today. He's really not doing well. I'm like, whoops. <laughs> I did, literally just told that person their uncle was like a, a sick weakling who was <laughs> destined to die in the next two years anyways. So that's the other thing I keep. the All the people who are dying from this, almost all of them, they, are going to, they were going to die in the next two years no matter what. 
like the next thing the, for the vast majority of these people, there's obviously a couple of exceptions, the vast majority of them, the next thing they got would have been this. Yeah. They were going to die from the next thing they got. They have, and that's why you see like it being fucked up in Italy and things like that. Like the population there is so old. It's so disproportionately old. And all so the young people. Hot, yeah. <laughs> and all the young people live with old people. So this is why it's like particularly bad there. It's like a very, just like a cultural design flaw of like all the young people are in, you know, constant direct contact with elderly people. So the transmission rate is way higher. So therefore you're going to, and also you have more old people to get sick. So a lot of girls, sugar daddies are going to be fucking dropping down. <laughs> Oh, to get off, I think, uh, quiet. Just to get off topic, what's the prosty scene like? If we're, since we're doing the State of the Union, what's the prostitute scene like? Patrick has uh, dabbled in the ladies of the night. Um, it's it's in flux right now. It's in flux. So you can't get they one. Don't know what to do. I could, yeah, I could get one. Have the rates gone be... up or have the rates gone down? No, uh, the rates are way up, way okay. up. Because now, now they want like danger pay just to leave their house, <laughs> kind of thing. Like they're acting like they're fucking braving like 28 days later to get across this fucking kind of thing. <laughs> uh, so it's literally double, triple, quadruple what it was because I what think, if you want like, a girl to come to your condo and fucking suck you off? How much are you looking at? Probably like five or eight hundred dollars. Yeah, and it used to be like two fifty tops. OK, so it's getting yeah. up there. It's really bad in, in that regard, because I think. A huge like it's literally like you think a lot of these people are out of work you know what i mean you'd think it'd be the opposite where you're like well currently it's like um well remember it's all women so it's like the it's still in that initial phase and they all everyone still thinks they're going to get saved uh by the government and like some bailout kind of thing or like that anyone who thinks like the whatever economic stimulus is going on is going to bridge them until things get back to normal when people realize that's not the case that the economic uh, issues are going to be so much longer lasting than any virus we have to deal with uh that's when i think you will see the influx into sort of that kind of profession into like prostitution and stuff because right now the supply is actually way down like a huge amount of the girls who are doing it are just like i'm not doing that anymore i'm not going out and fucking seeing people and shit like that I guess that's the question. Okay, so with the $1,000, I mean, that's the big thing is they want to give people $1,200, right? You're obviously out of the gate. You're like, this is all like a big load of horseshit, right? Of course, yeah. Well, I mean, like... Obviously. Instantly inflated away. Like, prices um, will will all go up exactly to the new ceiling that everybody... Because everybody's doing, like, gouging laws and shit like that okay so you think obviously twelve hundred dollars just giving everyone a stimulus is like obviously just antithetical to who you are it's ridiculous what about what about the rent freeze how do you feel about that uh again it's it's a lot of things that just like won't make much difference and the reason for that is because you think that uh this is just gonna last too long yeah well like the main thing is like so the rent strike of like these people's jobs are not coming back. Like all the people who are like Why the not? vast majority, because that that retail thing is over. Um, like 
uh, even Nancy Pelosi said it, and it's very bizarre to hear people talk about it like it's not a bad thing, but like America is a consumer economy. Uh, it's literally a bunch of people selling each other sandwiches. Uh, that shit's not coming back. Like you're not going to have like all these Starbucks employees, Subway employees, McDonald's. Like Why they not? can't. Uh, they can't afford to go back to the way it was because like literally like uh, Mc, like all these McDonald's franchises, like they won't be able to hire all those people because they won't be able to afford their rent and shit anymore. Like you're not going to have the same I mean, amount of if this if the economy is getting beat up for 18 months straight, maybe. But what if it's not that, though? If people like try and just snap back to work really quickly, sort of at the end of April, I would say, yeah, it's probably not going to be as bad. But I still think like, let's say it was two months and that's all it is, which and you're saying there's going to be more waves. But if it's not, I thought, tell me what you think of this idea. I thought this was a meet in the middle because to me, the problem with doing the rent freeze is you're just straight up taking one industry and not paying them for what they're doing. You know what I mean? And the difference between the bars closing is they don't have to provide the service where you're saying landlords have to provide the service of their house, but they're not getting paid. So it's just like, it seems super unethical to do that. Right. But what if they did this? They did a rent freeze because that is people's biggest problem right now is rent. So what if they did? For sure. For sure. So what if they did a rent freeze and then told the landlords that they don't have to pay taxes on their rental income for the rest of the year? Yeah, that is good. That, I mean, the the best that was my like, that was my best solution that I came up with on that. The best solution, I think, like across the board, which is just never going to have happen. Obviously, no taxes is literally just write off taxes for two straight years. Yeah, it is so funny when they always do this because they always say that they go, they go, we're gonna take every, we're gonna give everyone twelve hundred dollars. Like, why don't you just not take twelve hundred dollars from them? But you also see like what it costs to actually give. Each person twelve hundred dollars costs about eighteen thousand dollars. Why is that? It, it, uh, this is the big joke. Is like the a uh, level of bureaucracy, and this is one of the reasons <laughs> oh, why right. they're actually going to justify um, uh, getting rid of cash and going to their digital dollar. Is that like it is so inefficient, and there is so much bureaucracy of just like the amount of people who have to get paid to like sit at desks and double check forms and shit like that. That's where the cost comes in. Are so they? Like the didn't act- you say that they're kind of using this to get rid of digital currencies? Oh, for sure they are. Yeah. So uh, it's like a twofold thing. Twofold thing. So one, cash and cash payments, exchanging cash between people spreads the the virus because <laughs> because it like lasts on services and you're transferring things between people. Okay, that's part one. So you you're gonna get a lot of you know women who will buy that shit. They'll be like, oh, just- no more cash. Exactly. We no have more people. buying stuff on Craigslist from a guy and giving him his money. Exactly. It all has to be done digitally and, you know, contact free. It will be the new, uh, the new like phrase that they're going to beat everybody to death. Which with. what they're <laughs> really saying is we want our piece of all those transactions. Exactly. Exactly. So, the, so what the, what the other part of it is that is so more efficient for the government to be able to like transfer money between people if they could do it digitally. And then also it prevents them for, from like every single transaction now. If it's digital, they can see it, especially if it's being done with their digi dollar, which is what they were going to like. The you know hegemony that the U.S. dollar has is exactly what they oh, want. Oh, so you? Digi- sorry, I misinterpreted you. You're saying the United States is going to tra- going to say we're a di- we're going to have our own digital dollar now. 
Yes. So all of the people that are in Bitcoin and all the cryptos, it's like the new crypto is like America or whatever the fuck. Exactly. Well, they're they're going to like legislate the uh, altcoins out of existence. So it's Which kind like, of, oh, I already felt like that was going to be happening anyway. You're like, even if there is a digital currency that comes in the future, the American government's not going to be like, ah, the internet beat us to it. It is what it is. Exactly. I guess we're yeah, number yeah, two yeah. now. Yeah, it, but, but it's the same thing with everything. Of like, they're not going to do be like, oh, they got us on that one. We'll <laughs> yeah. have to let that one go. Yeah, Move on to the next I guess thing. too bad if you want to if you want to uh, operate in a different currency in our soil. Like, what are we going to do? Yeah, exactly. We're certainly not going to fucking tell you not to have nukes and then invade you the second you get rid of your nukes. Yeah, Libya. <laughs> That's what happened, in Libya. <laughs> That's what Muammar Gaddafi did. He tried to put them back on a gold standard and they literally murdered him for it oh the Gaddafi uh, one okay yeah, yeah yeah, i know that one so uh yeah and that's like the other move is basically um your all your altcoins will become illegal if they're not backed with US i'm surprised dollars. that hasn't happened like sooner yeah unless they like tether it to it I, right i think it's literally just because trump is is in and it's like that kind of thing is way less on his radar than you know, like China doing weird trade shit and like Europe not fucking paying their fair share into NATO. Like he's not like in tune in that way where a lot of like the Democrats, because they're like weird sort of sucking up to young people are just more familiar with that kind of stuff. That's why like in the Democrats. Yeah, exactly. It literally like that is why they are more dangerous is because they are like present themselves as like cool and in on it. (laughs) Uh, but like Pelosi put a bunch of things in it. I don't know how much actually got struck down, um, because it's just Monday today and I didn't check since last Friday, but, um, all the stuff that they were putting into the stimulus bill, like people were like, Oh, funding for the Kennedy center funding for Ticonderoga. What does this have to do with Corona? What the fuck does legislating, uh, a digital dollar have to do with it? What are the other things they're slipping in? Cause yeah, it's, it's, is that thing. As soon as it basically, it's not even really a conspiracy. It's like you can believe that 9-11 uh, wasn't an inside job and still believe that the government like completely took advantage of it at any every corner for the last for the next 20 years, which actually oh, I, had a, I had a funny joke. I was saying about the idea that saying that Americans are really into like, you know, because, you know, they use 9-11 to waterboard people and stuff like that. It's like in Canada, our government would never do that. They just waterboard the taxpayer's wallet. Yeah. <laughs> exactly oh man they're water but <laughs> yeah yeah whatever. all that kind of stuff like so many things i think people are really discounting of like uh life is like not going to be able to like snap back into place like the way it was like they're never going to loosen up the control that they've got now like they were not giving it back dude I, i'm telling you it's like that's what people were getting mad at stores be saying that they need to close before the government even said it. it's like okay so we're gonna go above and beyond what the rules are it's like what are you talking about and and that's like um and i it's it like paying extra be- it's like the government saying you need to pay your taxes on this date and you go pay them f- three weeks before it's like and twice as much yeah what are you talking about it's ridiculous and, and- and I think it used to be more like a, on a cultural basis like in America there's big brother and uh in Canada it's little sister because <laughs> in Canada you didn't have this big huge massive surveillance state from the government sort of like p- 
peeking down at people. You had your little sister tattling on you? (laughs) Exactly, because you have every other fucking Canadian ratting you out for shit that they do it's it's literally like in, it, it, but now it's america too it's it's undeniably in america too like everyone is in tattletale mode of like so oh, crazy. mr government mr government ryan was standing too close to danny like it <laughs> yeah. is the, it's dude the that's worst so thing. funny they're just sitting at home calling your radio dude if i if i if i did have like a uh girlfriend that i was living at home with right now I probably would be like, hey, you should like go on the internet and see if there's anything to tattle on. Like, and I'll be in the other room. <laughs> go to our separate corners of the apartment. <laughs> like, I imagine like all the fucking women like at home, like with blankets and like tea and like watching all their friends like fucking Facebook stories just to give them shit about like, oh, you went out for lunch. Dude, oh, I've had, I've had people say that to camera. me. I've literally had people, I've been, cause I've been doing whatever, and people are like, why are you doing this? And I'm like, how about you suck on my cock? <laughs> how about, how exactly. about this? i come over and I'll gag you with my dick. Like, that's how much I care about your fucking opinions. The, the best thing Losers. I know it's different for you guys, but now anyone who says something to me, I'm like, oh, that, unless you're an essential uh, person, don't talk to me. <laughs> I'm part of the essentials. Okay. Yeah, you're, so, I, that's so, big being essential, eh? Oh, yeah. The ability to just, like, walk around Toronto now and then, like, anybody... <laughs> oh, essential, at- essential worker coming through. Essential <laughs> worker. Just walking to the front of lines and be like, I'm keeping this city humming. Don't <laughs> wait to buy this six-pack of beer. Like... Dude, I was literally like, I moved to New York to do stand-up com- comedy and they made stand-up comedy illegal and shut down New York. I'm like, yeah. what are the odds? <laughs> It's so weird. It is like that is probably the most fun part about this is sort of like the way things are changing for everyone else in a way like people don't get. But I am a huge loaner and like very loans everyone money It's a usury. They call it. (laughs) And so no, obviously that's not the loaner. Weird to see all these people like snap and just sort of like not being able to handle it and just sort of like my life is not different really like i just go back and forth from work and like fuck around at home and play video games and look at shit on the internet and listen to fucking (laughs) podcasts and shit so like there's almost nothing different about it for me other than like i have a great new like entertainment platform i have less excuses for a chick it's hard to get out of things it goes like hey want to hang out and you're like i have awesome busy 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 (laughs) aren't you supposed to be stuck inside your home (laughs) i got three shows tonight they're like i'm doing nine live streams tonight it's crazy can i where can i find them they're actually it's dark web ip live streams you know honestly you don't want to get involved I, I don't share them with people I know. If you found it naturally, I would be like, go ahead and listen. <laughs> yeah, I'm not at liberty to share the links. But that exactly. that's the biggest one for sure. But yeah, no, this is another thing that I noticed. People will call you. I've had lots of people do this. They go, hey, so, you, oh my God, you're in New York. Like, I know how bad it is. I'm just sending my love. Like, I hope everything's fine. You know what I mean? Are you okay? And I, and It's I, the first world still. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, first of all, you're, they're not, but they're not actually asking if you're okay. They're calling you because they're stressed out and they want you to be too. So I'll be like, yeah, no, actually everything's fine. I don't know. I've just been working during the day, like kind of partying at night. And they'll be like, I mean, it's really bad there. So you kind of should like, and you're like, just cause you're flipping out. I'm not, you're not going to infect me with your fucking chick ass flip out energy. Yeah. That, Which that is what is, they want. They want you to feel like the way they feel. Because it justifies it. To justifies them the, of course. 
because they're not thinking through things rationally and they're not like they don't know why they feel the way they do. But that's like I think the the worst thing that has uh, come of this is sort of like blind obedience to authority and sort of like anybody who doesn't follow like the exact orders of these people who are like generally speaking they're not experts in their field first of all which is really worrying about like they're not experts in any field that's what i mean is like one they don't understand public policy full stop well the main thing they also the thing they don't understand when they're talking about deaths and stuff they're like oh you know we need to prevent deaths you're like there's a cost to ruining the united states american economy and that cost includes deaths as well Exactly. And that's probably one of the hardest things to like sort of talk to, especially I think women about it is just like they are very much of the like, we will do everything necessary. Save one life, even if we have to kill 50 lives. (laughs) Exactly. But that's literally it is like, I don't care how many people I have to kill. (laughs) this, This crippled old person who is like barely hanging on as it is like clinging to life by a thread a couple of months ago and now it's like you know that that 20 year old who's like scratching to make a living he has to sit at home for two months now and and potentially be unemployed for fucking two years after and then get addicted to opioids and then become work for ryan long as a prostitute i mean it's just not a good system Yeah, exactly. But that I think that is like what people are really uh, and I, what I was saying to you is like, I don't think like a lot of the people who worked in like minimum wage jobs and were going like check to check or and like just getting by, like, I don't think they're going back to like a job that's going to get them by. I think some of them will go back to their jobs and even the ones that do a lot of the ones who go back to the Why not? Work, I don't get that part. Why don't you think why? Uh, because in the Peter Schiff sense, it is exposing a, a huge amount of malinvestment and sort of um, I I am predicting sort of a, a uh, like the consumerism is not going to bounce back in the same way. Like, I don't know, I dude, don't... I think I think the, the, I mean, even look at like we're talking about bars and stuff like that. Right. Like, let's just take that industry specifically. There's so much capital in this country. I don't think that. I mean, listen, I'm not saying you're wrong, but to me, there's so much capital. Let's say all these bars go out of business. There's one, there's a billion people that could buy 20 bars each. It's a flash sale for fucking bar leases. You know what I mean? So, I mean, the things, there'll be a lot of pain, but I think that things will even out. Like, dude, I, I got a bit of cash. Like if literally every bar in New York goes fucking belly up in six months, they're giving away leases for 10 G's. I'd find a couple friends together and invest in a couple bars. Why not find a general manager? Like if that's what we're looking at, I don't know. So, I mean, yeah. there's just so many people with so much money and there's so much capital in this country. that has been, you know, so much wealth that it's hard for that to all disappear. It's like the opportunities and the prices just change, but they'll change back. Well, yeah, I would say like the but the the sense of wealth, and this is like the post two thousand eight thing, and that's what like Geithner actually Timothy Geithner, Obama's uh, one of the guys who did the bailout. Oh, I see what I you're forget. saying. The sense of you're like uh, it's not real wealth, is in your opinion. Create the wealth effect, but what you have is when this shit gets undone, is you have the unwealthy effect, which is like this big huge asset bubble. Like in order to have what you're talking about, they do have to reinflate it, and the way to reinflate it is like. There is going to be so much fucking immigration. Like, you would literally just have to That's the only way to do it, you're saying. 
to prop up the the prices of housing, which is like, yeah, it's actually in certainly young people's interest that the prices come down because then you can afford things better. Obviously. I guess right, yeah. Like if ever, I mean, I don't think I, I just don't. But, I bet you, all said and done, this is my prediction. Two years from now, prices are down fifteen, twenty percent tops. But I can't imagine. If anything, I bet you the stock market's back where it is now in two years. Yeah, I think I will. Yeah, I would probably. They're going to find a way to keep this fucking bubble floating. Yeah, exactly. So if it's like a binary thing between like either they will reinflate the bubble or they won't, I would actually err on the side of them reinflating the bubble. They like sort of different than a lot of the Austrian or like Peter Schiffy type guys. Like that's it's it's the guys in the the, it's the guy in the big short. What's his name? Uh, Was the actor? Uh, one-eyed guy no uh, no yeah, christian bale christian the, bale uh, that was christian bale yeah. he's like it doesn't make sense why is this not popping and you're like because there's a the biggest government in the history of the world is gonna fucking pull every trick they can to get it back on track that guy's a big libertarian too who uh christian bale uh, you know, not christian bale oh, the, the guy who's playing the I've one-eyed been, guy who's into metal okay yeah. i've been watching jordan belford on uh on tiktok <laughs> He's great. Yeah, he's he's great. Right. He's, his I advice is I, sort of like run of the mill, to be honest. But oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was always like that kind of guy. Like he was never like this super deep insight guy. Like no. he was more just like an incredibly uh, cynical and like self aware kind of guy. Of like he did not see. I think like what that movie fucks up in the beginning is like the portrayal of like him thinking of himself as like, yeah, I'm getting people to invest in this shit. Like he never cared. He was like a great salesman. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like that's it. Well, that's like, what I'm saying. Just... He's got 45 videos on his TikTok telling you to buy the dips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we've reached the bottom of that dip yet. Well, what? Okay. So that was one of the things. Okay. So actually before we get to the economy to wrap up that. So with the government, what are the things you think that the government's going to like, what are the things that the government's going to use this for? So the two biggest drone companies in uh, the United States, the United States and Canada have something like six million orders between the two uh, governments for surveillance drones. So that is like the big thing that is coming in. Surveillance drones. So what do they do? Are they just going to actually watch you? Peeping Tom drones. Yeah. So like what (laughs) happened in China of like literally like. Paid for by Pornhub. Yeah, yeah, and uh, fucking Amazon. That um, would be huge if fucking Amazon like cracked those, and it was just like that was the new category of porn, like fucking drone, government drone, fucking uh, amateur. <laughs> that be <laughs> yeah, drone catches you know sexy <laughs> yeah. <pool mom. laughs> instead of yeah yeah instead of stepmom catches sister. <laughs> yeah, drone. <laughs> Drone catches on stepbrother, you know, and stepsister kind of thing. <laughs> um, I think uh, that is one of the biggest things coming in is like a Chinese uh, level of. How do they even justify state. that? Are they saying they're gonna they're gonna need the drones to make sure everyone's social distancing? Yeah, to make sure that. And that's on wave are- two. What does that come? Wave two or wave three? In between, I think I think wave two is when wave two when it if like there is another major spike in death sort of like a year from now, then that's where people are going to go like, okay, the first thing we did, it wasn't enough tyranny. Like that's what the real problem is. They'll, they, they will say the only reason there's a second wave is because we were not tyrannical and authoritative enough with you guys the first time. Ah. And it's like you dirty little sheep. If you'd only listen to ah. your master, 
<laughs> yeah, you would have been fine. But uh, you, you didn't listen to us enough the first time. So now that it's the second time, we're not going to ask you to listen to us. Yeah, the we're fucking second wave is really going to work in their favor if that's the case. Yeah, yeah. I think oh, the, every the, fucking squawking hen in the world is going to be like, see, this is what happened because that one time you went to get eggs, Tom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. As opposed to the reality that like you literally they're just testing like how much they can fuck you like they're just like gently putting it in now and <laughs> the goal is not to just like oh i'm only going to nestle the tip in there very delicately like they're gonna fuck the shit out of you eventually like that's the point the point is not to just like we'll just see how much you can take and we'll see how much we enjoy it kind of thing it's like no you're getting fucked in the butt really <laughs> hard. um so I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah, by fucking wave three, you've got lipstick and a wig on. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And you just like plugged into a fucking machine that just like is zapping out all your fucking energy being <laughs> pumped into a battery somewhere for fucking Jeff Bezos's farm. Uh, <laughs> I told you guys, so this is the dark web state of the union. <laughs> Boys cast. <laughs> decaching, surveillance state. Um, the curfews are going to become... Uh, like almost universal and standard like yeah but not that's why but what business would they have keeping that after this is over uh to prevent it from coming back oh so they're gonna say like for the next like three years come on yeah so it's literally gonna be controls on you know population control not like population control but controlling the population's movement so it's gonna be way more difficult from like uh for you to travel from, let's say, like New York to Florida and from Ontario to Quebec, like that's going to be become much more difficult. Like you're going to need more IDs and more checks and shit but, like okay, that. Okay, so I understand why they'd want to watch you. Why would they want to have a curfew? Like what would be the benefit of the government giving you a curfew? What do they get out of that? Uh, the control. Literally just the control. Like the ability Mental warfare? To- yeah, literally, like the ability, like they are flexing they're their trying muscles. Trying to break like, you. <laughs> yes, there's so much of it is unnecessary. Like so much of what they do is literally just, and also just like they don't ever give it back. So if they find one reason to use it one time, they'll think of another reason. They will find. Oh, another they're like, reason. hey, we've got this. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. My so it's like, hey, we have. It's like your girl once. said she'll have like a threesome once, and you're like, you don't really want to, but you're like, you'll. You'll convince yourself to have that threesome. Like, you're not going to leave that on the table. Exactly. You're not going to leave money on the table. Exactly. So they're never going to, like, the idea of, like, okay, so we do need a curfew right now to handle the coronavirus or COVID-19. But they'll also need it the next time, you know, some fucking protest gets out of hand or some fucking group is planning on doing a march. Or, like, they will find another real, like, hey, um shootings are way up, way way up in toronto way up uh and uh the police just can't get a handle on, on this so yeah from now on after 10 p.m curfew so if you're outside after 10 p.m you're gonna get carded or stopped and frisked or however you want to call it it's called carding can Canada, you imagine getting it's... a ticket to like go to a girl's house to try to get some pussy <laughs> it's gonna like, happen. You know, imagine how mad you'd be when you showed up there like all right let's fucking do this and she's like you're late you're like shut the f- i just paid 500 dollars." yeah exactly i literally had to listen to a cop lecture me on the side of the road because i'm out late imagine the cop like, yeah the cop's like what does she look like and you're like i don't know she's like 
maybe a seven out of ten. He's like, that's six hundred. Eight out of ten. All right, four hundred dollars. <laughs> Show me a picture. Show me a nude. You're like, oh, that's all right. Okay, three hundred dollars. Yeah, it, 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 it will get. You're like leaving that curfew just- for this fat pig. Thousand yeah. dollars. But and that's the other thing of. It's not even necessary for some of these, like, to actually, like, codify the state laws and controls and things like that, because a lot of it is literally, like, uh, we need to push the culture further into that nanny, like, self-watching nanny. It's scary how much people are fucking... I mean, I get the idea of people being like, okay, we'll do what the government says, but we don't like it. But it's it's just blowing my mind how much people are like, not only are we going to do what the government says, we're going to be like volunteer volunteer Hitler youth for the government's plans. But exactly <laughs> that that I think is probably one of the biggest changes of like, I think the last time some kind of thing that's even remotely comparable to this. 9-11? Ha- yeah, 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 exactly. Probably 9-11. You be, right? still had a, a huge amount of people going like, our government is wrong. Our government is wrong. They are lying to us. Like the people who are supposed to be our people, they are lying to us. Yes. They're cheating us. It was like now, down the middle. Yeah, exactly. Because even if you were not like the fucking uh, the FBI planted explosives in the, in the building, like even if you were just like, oh, no, this is literally just like an oversight and – dick wagging contest between the cia and fbi and they withheld information got a bunch of people killed uh even if you were like that you still were like the government made a mistake the government was incorrect and then they uh when they fucked up they don't apologize but they fuck us back even harder like that's their response it's like patriot act all these kinds of things like americans didn't do anything wrong but they're the ones who need to suffer for it because the government who fucked up that's what they are going to do. Yeah, you need to, you know, when they're, that's what I said, when you're at the airport now, you need a fucking 12-inch dildo with a uh, metal detector shoved into your ass. Exactly. And it comes out, if it comes out your mouth, that's how you know it's working. That's how you know you're safe. (laughs) If if, if you cough out the gum, you know you're safe. (laughs) America. Okay. And your seat is uh, 3A. Go ahead. Exactly. I can't sit down. <laughs> but when I do um, sit down, I'll be safe. This is what we yeah. call your safety cone as you get to sit on there. Everybody's sitting on like those blow up. <laughs> yeah. That's what I said. Just like <laughs> leave, leaves your butthole some space. Safety cycles. <laughs> no, it's a lot of it is like fucking with the culture to the point where you get people just like paddling on. So, each okay. Other. So, so when you say they, let's go, let's backtrack when the, from the, cause I guess I always have that, um, cons- no, I, I didn't mean it the way you just thought I did. I know, <laughs> no, I know exactly I what you thought I meant. A certain <laughs> Hebrew. No, they can't help themselves. Cause I, I guess I'm always like a little bit less uh, conspiracy inclined. Cause I think the government's such a bunch of retards that it's like, you know, th- you know that old saying. That like, actually the be- that's the best sort of like defense against all, all of these things is like you're literally accusing some of the dumbest, most inept <laughs> right. fucking people in the world of these mass of master plans. Yeah, of, of like literally like Doctor No or like Hitler level sort of like bad guys sitting at a fucking dark table with a bunch of henchmen. Like they're literally some of the the dumbest like most cynical power grabbers, like they fuck up so often that that is like really the best thing of like, 
all this shit is nonsense. They're just too stupid. Like all don't of, it's I, don't I, attribute to to malice what you can attribute to ignorance or whatever, right? But yeah, I I recall a certain uh, certain tiny hatted individual saying something uh, similar to that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is a Ben Shapiro. Uh, that's not a Ben Shapiro. That. That's like an old school quote from yeah, fucking. Yeah. I'm sure that a lot of people have said it, but some gay French philosopher, some even gayer Greek philosopher. <laughs> oh yeah, but so, or is it just that these organizations just na- that's just the natural progression of it is always to like exp- it's kind of like how you know how uh, cells just have a it's in their DNA to expand. It's like cancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, no, it's exactly <laughs> yeah, like Yeah, is it like that? Does, Where governments are under- just, whatever it is, it's always, it's just, no matter what the dynamics are, it's just wired in every way to expand itself. Just yeah, from a self-preservation it, in every way, no matter what. Well, that's its only actual function is to a lot of times, expand yeah, you're like, and protect its power. You give these people these jobs. Like, I mean, even if you look at it at a small scale, like just some lady, you put her in charge of like the fucking, you know, the committee of who gets permits to be open past 11. And then, you know, you've got some fucking lunch lady, hall monitor, essentially power goes to her. And then she's like, let me expand my thing. I mean, we need more rules because I need more employees. And before you know it, she's got an 85 person bureau to give people permits of when they can be open. Right. Is that kind of what it is? All, All it really wants to do is like, if we can't have more people, in the fold, then let's increase the authority of our fold as it is. So it's like, that's what's going to happen. They'll either use it as a justification, like one of the more scary things of certainly of like the economy having any kind of lasting effect is like the quickness now that people are returning to UBI, which is fucking dangerously fucking stupid. And uh, all these other things of just like, yeah, we, we, this is like, of course, we need government guaranteed jobs. UBI we, works we, a lot better when uh, these companies are up and running, too, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when there's That's, someone yeah. attacks. That is such a weird thing of thinking like the solution. So many people thinking of well, I always I always think of it like this because every there's these huge companies, right? And everyone's like, okay, so these companies that are like shut down, and you're like, how long do you think they can afford to pay their employees for? Maybe two, three months. How long do you think the United States government can afford to pay three million people, three hundred million people for it with no revenue? Like why? Exactly. Like why Joe Blow's Bakery? They they can only afford to pay their employees for two months, maybe tops, before they're like completely bankrupt. But you think the United States government can? afford it with like not without running could just you know of course not but that's what the central bank is for is they're literally just going to like print money and that's why they want the digital thing as well is like they want to just cut just go end around that whole by the way just like the last b- five, four episodes the first seven episodes of the boys cast is me basically saying girls are bitches uh bloggers are stupid <laughs> no, episode eight and like another thing about the corporate fucking <laughs> these corporate oh, yeah. elite pigs i told I, people the fucking the state of the union with the dark web correspondent would be great nice <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely a different tone than some of the previous episodes. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. <it> <laughs> With these fucking dorks at Vice wrote. The fucking dudes are coming to get us. <laughs> okay, you so... You think the final solution... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that was that was the... They're gonna... The drone stuff. 
Yeah, massive surveillance state. Massive so surveillance like curfew. Drones and then also like a digital surveillance state of like get ready for a lot of like similar things in like China where you your cell phone has to have your full legal name registered to it. Ah. And all that kind of stuff of like your Twitter account, um, you know, like, oh. The, and the they can track so- if you're out? Would they be able to track if you're out past the curfew? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So there was so much. Imagine Trump just went full dogs, like he did it, but he was like, "It's only for dudes to track their girlfriends." It's like every oh, <laughs> every every woman has to have this tracking device, and her boyfriend will be in charge of uh, <laughs> administering the punishments. So, for example, if Melania <laughs> tries to go out for dinner when I told her to stay home with Baron. <laughs> yeah exactly this this will now prevent that yeah so like um like completely getting rid of like online anonymity because like uh, the reason so many people died during the coronavirus was because of all the misinformation out there just all these jerks on twitter and facebook posting fake stuff and not enough people listening to cnn and msnbc and fox like that kind of shit major fucking crackdown on that of like they will now like start removing shit that is like their weird stupid arbitrary fact checking like decided that this is not real right so it has to be taken down so i was kind of one thing you're saying about that that it was just like slightly off topic but it was kind of it's the same thing as with this government but like the amount that things change so quickly because i was watching in my like movies i was watching the last couple days when i've been like chilling I fucking watched some like Nazi movie and it was like the Southern Poverty Law Center like five years ago. A main thing that they used to do was find Nazis and help them get like a path to not be a Nazi anymore and pay for their like tattoo removals to get their swastikas. That's what that and famous fat black guy from the South that he literally. That's the guy. Got- yeah, that's the guy I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Like that's kind of what it was. And now it's finding people that made like uh, like a racist joke on Twitter and having them like removed from the Internet. It's like, man, that happened like overnight. It was like five years ago. People who wrote blogs are now accused of being like leaders of anti-Semitic or like Nazi hate groups because they literally wrote like an anti-Israel blog kind of thing. Yeah. The SPLC is like, is our domestic terrorists. They're running. Yeah. They're ruining like teenagers with like a multicultural friend group's life because of jokes they made playing video games. And you're like, you used to be like taking down, making Nazi kingpins come out and give speeches against being a Nazi before. Like that's what they were doing five years ago. Yeah, five years ago they would have like an a ex Aryan Brotherhood member speak to like at risk youth and say like, "Hey, you can't go yeah. down this path of like violence and hatred." And now they're attacking like the kid who smiled at the Aboriginal. No, guy. now they're going to the at risk youth, youth and making sure that his life is going to be ruined no matter what. Yeah, basically forcing him into this guy's hands. Did you watch that movie Skin? That's what I was talking about. That's the yeah, one. exactly. That the Jamie Bell one where he gets the, all the Nazi tattoos. That's what I watched, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a that's actually a true, uh, very old true story. I mean, and, uh, who, God- I mean, you could say a true story, but it was like I'm sure the actual part where they brought him out, but like ninety percent of it was his own personal life. Who knows what part of that was true? But exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a pretty good I joke know. in that actually. I was watching with someone, and uh, there was so his girlfriend was like really fat and disgusting, and I kept like making jokes about it. <laughs> Did you see? Remember that? Big, yeah, he, big he, girl. He leaves like the decent looking girl for like the the whale. It's so funny because he like the Nazis and black guys like the exact same women, <laughs> just big fat white fucking trailer trash. <laughs> but I was saying they're like, 
Uh, when there was, he was whispering, he was like, so uh, my upbringing, he was like, you know, when I was growing up, this guy took me under a wing. What about you? It's like, uh, I actually uh, used to work with my dad too. He uh, owned a lard shop. Uh, <laughs> and I was saying, oh, what did you do at the shop? I was the lard. <laughs> I was feeling that one. Yeah, my, my aunt and uncle taught me a lot about, you know, Northern European heritage and white culture. What about you? Like, my dad uh, owned a KFC franchise. <laughs> right? And I was really close with him because of that. <laughs> we were inseparable. Yeah. <laughs> Big woman. You got to watch this movie if you haven't. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. I, what are some of the most aggressive, like, takes on the dark web that you've heard people say? You have one on that side, and then you probably have, like, sort of the opposite spectrum, which is, like... Um, this is like a Chinese communist bioweapon that's designed to attack the U.S. and to, like, fuck up uh, the U.S. so that uh, Donald Trump gets, like, kicked out of office and blamed, which he will, like, regardless, whether or not you think he should or shouldn't. Wait, do you I think, think that, that this is going to be the end of Trump? If only if the economy, like, really tanks. Exactly. And so um, you just compare, uh, what happened with H1N1 under Obama during the financial crisis to now. So, uh, when that happened, um, Obama did not declare a state of emergency until well after like a thousand Americans had died from H1N1 and they just recently. I remember, I mean, I was here for H1N1 and it seemed like such a tiny thing. And then the big concert, it was nothing like exactly, this. Yeah. It, the concert was the biggest deal out of the whole thing. It was like the benefit thing that happened afterwards. Okay. And it was sort of like, it was not even as significant as SARS, certainly in Canada was. Like SARS was a very big, big deal. H1N1 was not at all. It was more of a big deal in America. But at the time, so it's like 08, 09. And so they're in the middle of the financial, uh, uh, disa or no, sorry, excuse me. The H1N1 hits uh, a thousand people, a thousand Americans died. That's when Obama declares a state of emergency. And all the news at that time was like, we'll be fine. There's nothing to worry about. At worst, it'll be sort of worse than the seasonal flu. Um, definitely no reason to panic on the economic front. The economy uh, is, you know, strong and cooking under o Obama. And during that time, like the stock market went up 3%. So compare that to now, there was no cases in America and they were already saying Trump fucked up. Uh, I mean, they're like, always saying Trump fucked up. So like, who knows, right? But that's what I mean is so it is not necessarily that. What, Trump, what Trump people aren't going to vote for him, though, no matter what happens. I feel like the stock market go to zero at this point. And it's for also sure. like well, he has the mo literally the best excuse in the world that like a pandemic like ruined the world. <laughs> like, and that's what but that's why I think also is like he is not just doing little dick wagging kind of things by saying China virus and Chinese virus and Chinese flu and shit like that. He's getting it out um, there for the election. He, he's making sure people understand like um, this was I not the Donald I, Trump virus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I personally don't think it, 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 there will be any actual recourse for China. But Trump is his only move is to like we were attacked. We were attacked. Yeah, yeah. This was not. This was not like sort of like. I'm a wartime president now. Yeah, exactly. But and so that's actually one of his strengths is sort of like basically in a wartime posture. But he's not actually like nationalizing all the things that he can nationalize he he is certainly nationalizing a lot of things he shouldn't um 
But he's resisting a lot of the blue governors who are saying, like, nationalize the fucking medical uh, supply uh, chains of just, like, that will literally cause, like, that will guarantee hundreds of thousands of people will die, not even with COVID-19. Like, if you just have yeah, the yeah, government yeah. in charge of making all this shit and distributing it to the hospitals, you're going to have, like, people with the common cold will end up You dying just have a bunch of people, like, in the factory running around, do 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 just running, bumping into each other. Yeah, just like, we've never worked these machines before. Exactly. Just, like, a bunch of, with, like, white hats on, just, like, crashing into each other and falling down. And, like, they're all carrying masks and just, like, running around and, like, i got to get these masks to Indiana by the end of the day. And then you just fucking throw them up in the air. Like They just take a guy from the DMV, like, you're on fucking, you're working the mask press now, but I've never worked. Go, go, go. I ain't never worked no mask press. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fucking giant but what, no. but the <laughs> this big fucking CNC drilling thing, just like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, but there was the one that you sent me where fucking people were saying that Tom Hanks uh actually doesn't have coronavirus. It's just because he's getting charged with pedophilia, remember? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so there was this thing of like um This was a pretty uh, like good right... conspiracy theory. I was pretty into it. Okay, so right when um Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson uh got it, Sophie Greg Greg excuse me, Sophie Gregoire Trudeau Justin Trudeau, the prime minister's wife, got it, um, along with a bunch of other uh, – and you look at it, this is all very verifiable. This is what, like, the, the good work of conspiracy theories as opposed to, like, a lazy one. So, like, all that stuff did happen, mainstream accepted. Then you also look at all these CEOs who stepped down in the same two-week period. It's literally, like, 15 of the top 30 – companies in america their ceos all stepped down sort of like right right before right during or right after the initial sort of like oh shit this is real so like mcdonald's ibm like uh, like real big companies and so what they were saying was all these people had been uh, well like there's like the extreme ridiculous one was like Jeffrey Epstein had actually survived and had used this as like a, a way to escape like the the Clinton controlled American justice system and then like escaped to uh, someplace and gave evidence against all these people like gave evidence against Trudeau <laughs> and fucking the Clintons and all these CEOs. And the and, only like, cure for 14 year olds is or the only cure for COVID is a 14 fresh 14 year old. <laughs> Yeah, and, and like all these church people, all these bad. And the disease people, can like, tell if you try to trick yeah. it with a, with a young looking eighteen year old. Like it, yeah. <laughs> and so the the theory is like all these people were like pretending to go inside and pretending to be in isolation. Were just like actually had been served, like war, knew there was warrants for their arrest, and were like, "Oh no, you can't arrest me now because right, I, yeah. I, I have to be in isolation and everything with my wife." And but you look at it like a shitload of CEOs like step down from their position. Well, does Weinstein actually have uh, COVID or do you think this is how they take him out? I don't know because I'm like- Is he getting Epstein and this is what their excuse is? But I don't, I don't know if he is like the Epstein because Harvey, I mean- like, He might not Harvey, know as many like high ranking people. 
No, I think it's the opposite. I think like Epstein was the guy that they never were sure about. Like the pedophile conspiracy people, like they were like, we got to keep our eye on this Epstein guy. He he might fucking backfire on on because on he us. was collecting the information to use it politically, as it, opposed to Weinstein, who just wanted to get his dick wet. Yeah, who Weinstein is just like rub shoulders with all these people and like they literally no one had a problem with him up until the point where everyone all of a sudden had a problem with yeah, him. all his best friends like exactly from a 12 hour period i mean i've seen got- that in real life too oh yeah, yeah yeah but it's like a 12 hour period you could have gotten nothing but positive comments from like these people about him including like the obamas and the clintons like very like harvey weinstein was just like sexy around. they call him sexy <laughs> yeah and like good yeah, dick exactly. exactly but they do it all always like oh, he's say, a great like, producer oh, yeah. he's given he's given so many girls such great dick and <laughs> yeah just the biggest dick in the world. Definitely not a fucking micro penis that's really deformed and all fucked up from his big fatness and shit like Perfect that. Perfect cock. I think exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's he's could be could have been a dick model. Okay, it changed it turns a little bit. Okay, uh, so I don't know the New York politics that much, but De Blasio is a queer, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, okay. he, he's a that, I've ne- <laughs> I haven't. See, I didn't know who Cuomo was. I didn't know who de Blasio was. I moved here and I just like kind of listened to a few of their speeches. And I was like, de Blasio, I'm like, this guy sucks, right? Yeah. What yeah. A, he's and like the, a pussy. The, 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 Cu- Cu- Cuomo's are literally like. I don't, I don't, I don't know. What, yeah. What's Cuomo's deal? They're wannabe mafia guys. Like both legit, of them? legit both of them are wannabe mafia guys they they're that sort of like it is the thing that i made fun of like on fuckonomics of like the normal italian people who want to be like tony soprano for like they always yeah they're always like i'm just so you know i'm like a little bit connected (laughs) exactly like both of them are like that and that's why i think like um uh, cuomo is like the exact kind of guy you don't want, like because his mafia thing, uh, the governor at least, the other guys like the fruity uh, um, reporter, newsreader at CNN, like he is also a wannabe mafia guy. You could see in the the Fredo video, like uh, he, such a fucking lame characteristic. <laughs> yeah, he instantly turns it into like, oh, you, you don't understand who you're messing with. <laughs> you don't understand how bad this is gonna get for you, fucking. <laughs> guy with boston red sox hat that said fredo to me yeah. like they are weird in terms of that like similar to like chris christie in terms of like you remember way back when some person in his in his in new jersey like voted against him or said something against him and so he shut the bridges down into their community <laughs> and ended up getting like three people killed because the ambulances like had to like go back back and forth so he shut down like a major thoroughfare Jesus. And, and this it was like a per but that is very much what these guys are like the cuomos like all the new york new jersey philly um that entire like tri-state area all the politicians if they have a fucking italian last name they absolutely treat the government like it is which is just the legal mafia it's the version so of when guy- the in the key and peel sketch where the where the where he's obama and he gives the white handshake to everyone and he has to give the big black handshake to everyone <laughs> yes exactly Oh yeah, but he exactly. They're very like up, like PC guys until they find like a, one other Italian until someone guy. bumps him, you know, looks at him the wrong way and the wrong way. Yeah. Hey, ooh, ooh. 
You're crossing the fucking line there, Scott Ole. <laughs> okay, so de Blasio is a queer. What about so the Cuomo Trump beef? Well, de Blasio what's that? is literally. Uh, so de Blasio is like very similar to like the I've told you about like the Obama stuff that he's gay and Michelle is actually gay and they're just like a gay bearding each other. But that's what do you mean big... she's a lesbian and he's gay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's what that, so, I've never heard that she's a lesbian, but I've heard she's a man. As yeah, a, exactly. Uh, which is a hilarious fucking uh, exactly. Uh, so I funny. love that one. Oh, it's great. Uh, same, same thing with like Obama, like the the crazy guy who said, um, and you can still find like recordings of him talking about it. Is like, and then I I used two hundred dollars to purchase one gram of powdered cocaine for myself <laughs> and one rock cocaine for uh, Senator Obama, who was <laughs> oral sex on me in the back of a limousine. And it's this guy, this crazy guy from Chicago who did know the Obamas forever. Uh, but so de Blasio, his wife, like his black wife is like militant, angry, stern faced black woman. Okay. And it's like very, very masculine. Really? Very. So the rumor is that he is also like a gay guy. And that's what his wife, his ex-wife, de Blasio's ex-wife has said. It's like, he's really, really femmy. Like That's he, so funny that his ex-wife said that though. She really threw him under the bus. Eh? And that's like, even from years ago as well. Like before he was even, I think I was just running from it. There's and such the a other- fine line between like tough guy, Italian and a gay guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're almost interchangeable. As far as right? and again, like, in Italy, like especially, like they're as oh, yeah. gay and as mobbed up as you can be simultaneously. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, and, and Le, uh, De Blasio is like also like a self-avowed socialist. Like he he is le- like a legit sort of like as sort of as far to the left as Bernie Sanders, but also um, like as disingenuous. Or dis- uh, he, he's as full of shit as Hillary is like just completely like because he seems stupid too yeah yeah so yeah he's just exactly. like not that smart so he's just has to you know he has to go you can't have uh, too crazy of a theory if you're not smart you know what I mean if you're saying exactly. anything wacky you need to be kind of intelligent enough to swat down the criticisms of it or else you gotta have like the main opinions and that'd be just be militant about it you just you kind of come at them stronger like you know gay people are great and women are awesome he is that guy yes exactly like he is very like raw raw yelling at people about pc culture not most basic opinions yeah exactly he is a he even for liberal like he is a basic bitch liberal um he is the guy who got like the quarter million dollar fines in new york for misgendering people that's him. Like that's literally like his crowning legislative achievement as the mayor of New York. And then he that, also like, fucking kicked a guy's teeth in once because he looked at his sister the wrong way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you come down to Bensonhurst and you try that shit. You come down. You come down to fucking East Jersey and you fucking try to call a uh, call a they a she and we fucking try to see what's what. Oh. With a couple, couple of gender queers over here, you don't want to be talking to us like that. You get a fucking Louisville slugger to your head. <laughs> it's gender me in my, in my fucking part of town. <laughs> yeah, the, the fucking mobbed up misgender. Yeah, you want exactly. a fucking, fucking mis- PC Tony Soprano. Like, we need a lot more <laughs> diversity in the crew, Silvio. We need Asian women. We need trans blacks. <laughs> 
Oh, fuck, that's so good. And all this family business. What is this, nuclear yeah. family? What is this, 1985? We need two, yeah, yeah, two yeah. dads. Yeah, so we need two godfathers. <laughs> we need two god- yeah. godfathers. <laughs> two married godfathers. <laughs> oh, fuck. Vito is the godfather, and so is his uh, his partner. partner, Anthony. This is my partner. Uh, this is this is my partner in crime. This is my partner in life. <laughs> this is my wife's new boyfriend, Anthony. <laughs> We're in a poly relationship. Oh, spread my business around town. I'm going to give you a couple of fucking cement shoes <laughs> and a trip to the fucking Kiwanis River. <laughs> uh, okay, so what's the thing with um, Rhode Island's going to be stopping cars leaving New York? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's even already happening. Basically, like, now all the surrounding... Did they say that in the tri-state area you can't leave right now? Is that in effect? No, no, no. That's what sort of, like, that's basically where, like... Do you guys cover... By the way, do you guys cover mostly Candace... What's the ratio of, like, American news versus Canadian news at at your work? Oh, it depends. It, It really depends. So on a thing like this, they probably are still going, like, 50% of of the content has got to be local. And then of the remaining 50%, they want it to be the last 50% has got to be 25% like Canadian national. And then the remaining 25% is the world. So they're all kind of the Canadian national, probably all sort of blends into which is which. Yeah, exactly. So um, it is as like, they will go as long and as hard as they can about Canada, but it's just, no one not cares. People. Exactly. <laughs> There's not enough people doing anything right. for them to like actually be like, oh, but that's why you literally. I was talking to this can't. chick. It was making me laugh so much because she was telling me because I don't really I, I like know to some degree, but I was like asking a little bit about like exactly the difference between like the legislative and the judicial branches. Oh, right. Um, yeah. Whatever. Who cares? I don't want to talk. like that's boring. But she asked if our government worked the same way. And I told her in Canada, we have uh, basically a center and then we have a right wing, a left wing and two defense. And I had her going for a while on the fact that that's how our government is made up. And then there's a referee. The court judge is called the referee. Yeah, and, then, and then you have like the right wing and they'll try and like get past the blue. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and, and then they pass the legislation to some of the defenders back across the red line. And there's a penalty and, box where they have to well, see. Yeah. It's referred to as like the trap right wing defense. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying. Our right wing and left wing, we have a center in the middle and then two defensemen. I was loving it though. I had her going for a while and the, all I was going through all the hockey references. Oh yeah. fuck. Yeah, I was feeling that. Did you is it is it true that uh, North Korea is actually executing people or am I did I read that on the fucking false is that false news? No, they've I don't I mean executing people. They've never stopped executing people. No, for but- having corona. But yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the Corona thing is that's a hundred percent true. Certainly like all, all the sources that exist within Korea. And I don't, don't know. A lot of people get how that works. And so in Korea, it's not like literally a hundred percent lockdown fucking communist, just fucking in your shit 24 seven. Like they do have ways of uploading uh, to sort of like secure networks, a lot of information and stuff. So there's like, our inside guys in there and that's like really sort of what um like the actual like the silk road and the a lot of like original dark web stuff that's actually what it was like the primary 
benevolent use was for it was like journalists in countries like that helping them anonymously really? publish stuff abroad yeah absolutely absolutely that's certainly how i got into it was like very young uh, <laughs> i mean seeing- now i'm buying fucking teen prostitutes but <laughs> yeah exactly. I, I i'm not even seeing some of these teen prostitutes i'm ship trans shipping them across the world but i um, got into it to help journalism north korea Exactly, and Venezuela, and uh, now I'm knee deep in fucking twelve year old pussy. Yeah, exactly. It's a slippery fucking slope. It's pure just, silk is slippery. <laughs> <laughs> that road goes to a lot of dark alleys. <laughs> um, so like the people who put out information, like that is what they are saying. So, like, the only actual, like, insight into North Korea is, like, they are saying, like, yeah, if you ba- – but that also, also, keep in mind, like, if you got sick in North Korea and there was even a chance that it was transmissible or, like, some kind of virus, they would kill you then, too. Like, if you had like HIV they- or something? Oh, 100% if okay. they found someone with so HIV. So, it's just sort they- of par for the course. Yeah, exactly. This, this to them, is, like, the – People say it's like, oh, yeah, it's like not so bad being fucking communist China or communist North Korea. It's like, no, like there are so many more people are like susceptible to getting it. And the only possible solution for them is like, well, we will. The the best case scenario is like we're going to put you in a cage separate from everybody else. And that's where you'll starve to death. Or we could just shoot you immediately. People like but their freedoms until, like, you have to give any payment for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Until they cost anything, and then you're like, I'm out. Exactly. It's like the difference between positive rights, like positive and negative rights. Like, negative rights is like, I have the freedom from something. Like, you can't do something to me. Whereas, like, most people see rights as oh, being positive. Oh, I'm so glad like, you brought that up. For me. I'm so glad you brought that up because that's what I wanted to, yeah, you know, I got and for sure, but that's the one thing I wanted to ask you about because, you know, there's a lot of people that kind of real, you know, I feel like if you have this philosophy of, uh, you know, that there's like overreach of government, you know, on martial law and all that stuff and it's getting scary. There's so many people that I kind of, you know, even people that I like their opinions that are very like on the internet pounding the pavement that's like, these are like our God-given constitutional rights. It doesn't matter if people are dying. You can't take them away. You can't give us curfews. Like, are you willing to like be a fundamentalist to that extent on this issue? Or do you have like leeway on that where you're like, I don't know, man, this is a bit of a different thing. And yeah. So like, you know, the type of people that I'm saying about that, but they're like, I don't care if your fucking grandma has to die. Like you can't take away my constitutional rights. Yeah. Actually, Luis Gomez is like, not even like on my side he's more on your guy's side of like being a regular comedy type guy like that's what he was tweeting like that's the kind of shit yeah, he and was like tweeting. the revenge of the cis guys are kind of tweeting that shit like there's there's a just kind of a lot of people like kind of with that so, attitude they're like so what yeah it's like i mean it's that thing it's like well you have this right and they're like until we take it away well then i don't have it you know what i mean i guess so exactly, I, exactly. I do get that but i mean i mean so, listen yeah like i said I'm, i would consider myself a fucking comedian more than anything like you just nailed it but exactly yeah um, so like philosophically, I'm like a, uh, natural rights absolutist. So for me, it's like the constitution is not where your rights come from. Your rights come from like you being a human. That's pretty much it. That's where it all comes from. So like the government, they say it comes from God, but you interpret that as like, they come from being a human exactly. or whatever. You have them no so matter they- what. 
the nature of our existence exactly it's like being a and then person. girls have 70 percent of those rights that's just what it is from being a human 70 percent of the, some of the fucking bullshit ones that we don't need <laughs> uh but i'm i'm in like it, it's again two different things can be true it's like um you the government should not be violating anyone's rights also people even in like a 100% like so let's say it was in um like ancapistan like anarcho capitalist heaven uh you would still have people voluntarily doing a talk lot to me of and the boys thing. like we're a little stupider uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you're like a, a, a society with no government is what you're saying right exactly yeah 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 okay. so an anarchist kind of state All right. uh where it's like just private property and like uh privately enforced regulations and shit like that like what you would do is just like if you think this is the best way to have it done pay people to stay home that is what oh, you would do. Oh, see, I've never heard that. Because you're right, because they're like, well, people aren't going to do it. Well, then pay them to if you want them to. Like, let's say you own a chain of bars and, like, most of your business is not going to be able to uh, survive on, like, takeout and stuff alone. Like, it's in your interest for the public to stay home. So if you're talking about, like, practically, like, how from where we are exactly. What you, yeah, what, exactly. Like, we move to a better place. Like, here, here here's the best thing honestly you could do is um tell be as honest with everybody as you can about like what this virus is and if like there is more evidence to indicate that it's a fucking biological attack than it is a fucking naturally developed thing so that first of all people do they even, does it even like, happen to like viruses just naturally develop like on their own and become pandemics so Sort of, but not like that. Well, no, 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 no. Not like pandemics. I mean, like a pan certainly back in the old days. Like, um, but that wasn't. Uh, they weren't as bad. It was just that, like, we had no fucking way to. We, anything could take out everyone, right? It. It was. They didn't yeah, have exactly. to be this deadly. It's not like it was that aggressive. It was we lacked any defense. I got you. Okay, that's what it was. So, um just like be more honest with people now and like get people to panic the appropriate degree. Like you get enough people panicking <laughs> and staying panic. home and, and having like people who can afford to stay home, stay home and people who can afford, to, can't afford to like, got to keep going to work. But like general herd immunity is, or you could do that thing where you literally pose like, you know, where there's like a toll. What if it was like, you know, it costs $25 if you want to be out and about and it's kind of like, you know, you make it like that where the same as anything, right? If you want to pollute, this is what the costs. And it's like, if you want to, and then you raise those amounts till you have the right amount or whatever. But, and if you're rich and you're, you're, if you're worth fucking $10 million, your time's more valuable and you should be out and about than you're like, you pay your $25 or something. Yeah. And also you're going to be like more careful, more able to be careful and more able to distance yourself and things like that. It's like the guys who got to go to McDonald's and go get back to work as soon as possible. Like they're, they're fucked because they're going to have to get up close with people. And like, that's what the second Dude, wave there's is. There's so about. many people just like working in a bodega, like a hundred people coming in there an hour. Like, you know, I mean, yeah. what, what chance do they have? Exactly. Like, they, well, they have no choice either way. So like it just currently have like, so, like, the government doesn't just magically disappear, but, like, furlough almost the entire federal government employees. Like, furlough all of them. 
say like like the the country's like economy is going to be like not completely shut down but it's going to be stalled so like you definitely don't contribute anything and some of you actually take a lot so all of you are furloughed which is basically fired until uh things get back to normal because uh, now you're reducing uh, the federal government's like actual amount that they need to take in from people. So don't collect taxes for like, for, I mean, indefinitely. They should just not uh, like the best thing they could do is like abolish an income tax. Okay, so, so that, okay, now- you you're getting a little too deep on like what should happen. Right. Like, I'm more mean. Okay, so let's go back to the the actual thing though. If you were like, do you think? That if the government imposes these curfews and all that stuff in this current world that we do live in, practically, are you sort of saying that's like fucked up? That's they shouldn't be doing that. Yeah, yeah, for sure, they shouldn't be doing that. That we shouldn't have the like mandatory lockdowns and isolation and quarantine. So what should and, they and do then? Like uh, Aside from uh, you know changing society the way that you described, like exactly it, like fundamental redesign of society. No, um, the the thing they should do is honestly like the govern the government the paying should people not to stay home, pay. like what you said. Oh, yeah, that again that could that be was a done. pretty good one. I'm not not going to discredit that. That was a pretty decent theory. That could be done privately though. That's like the okay, benefit. Yeah. But if, it's like so, what should the government done? And, and you know, don't forget a lot of the this is coming from the public to say that we we want you to reprimand us and tell us to stay home, right? Exactly. Yeah. But that's like the worst part. So a lot like of it, this is like from a democratic point of view, like this is the public's will to be given these rules. That's why democracy is so fucking so stupid. fucking fucked. Right. It, it's really one. Of, it, and people be like, oh, you got it's your two. Sister. It's like you live with if you have two brothers and your two brothers are petitioning for an earlier bedtime. Yeah. <laughs> I, the best is like the two wolves and a sheep deciding what's for dinner. Yeah. 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 It's, it, it's the philosophy of gang rapists. It's like more of us want to fuck you than there is you to resist. Democracy, yeah. Exactly. Like that is what democracy is. It's just mob rule. So yeah, that's the one of the – that's why I was like saying before like the scary thing. And and I'm like will absolutely say this is a much more of a woman thing than a man thing of the – Feminine thing and masculine thing is probably a better way to describe it even, yeah. Begging to have – people's rights violated Begging. because i know removed. a million feminine guys that are you know almost worse than this at women oh, exactly 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 yeah sorry but they're sure. chicks actually feminine guys like that aren't allowed to listen to the boys cast so they wouldn't be listening so uh so like in the current state like the things that government should be doing is uh completely isolating the united states that would be the, the biggest school. one. Walk down the Canadian border. No air travel. No French no frogs coming in here. Yeah, none of these fucking fucking French people and these fucking backwards Italians and their fucking old people and fucking rotted teeth British people and and especially no goddamn <laughs> fucking Jews of the Orient. The Chinese <laughs> Jews of the Orient. <laughs> That's so silly. Okay. Um, yeah, so like a major, major, major. That's how uh, you see it. I got you. What are some of the what are the lamest uh, takes you've seen? I've seen the one the one that, that was making me laugh the other day that I thought was maybe the. Uh, I, I did a whole episode of just saying like uh, a whole bunch of lame things that people are putting on the internet. Oh yeah, no, I, I listen to the fucking boys cast every single one. Hell you yeah, see me dude. in the comments, PJO. But the 
The one that like made me laugh that I heard this morning was a, a big like it was a big like BuzzFeed or whatever article saying that you, if if you're like the you're part of the problem if you're buying stuff on Amazon because you should not buy any things to be delivered because you're forcing the postal service to put themselves in danger. <laughs> that was their take. It's like holy shit. Yeah, yeah, they released that as a fucking hot take that that you shouldn't you shouldn't buy anything online. You're it's like I don't even know where to start to pick this fucking exactly. honk, honk, honking nonsense apart. But that means of like so go out and get it? Like where do you even fucking start? No, I was like, saying only things you really need. Like don't get like a new cord for your computer. Just don't have a computer. You know what I mean? And you're like, also, just from a stance of like, you're supporting all these businesses or staying in business just for fucking one person having to go deliver the yeah. And the post so and like, the guy's working anyway. They're not shutting down the post office service. Exactly. Like literally like the most of the country is going to have to like get into a car and st- or a truck and start delivering things if you want to go back to work right now kind of thing. Like it's the only thing that still moves. It's the only reasonable one. Uh, yeah. It's the transportation industry and then like uh, online retail. I like, just love is- the idea of pitching these things where you're just like um, ordering things bad. <laughs> is that something? Yeah, you remember the South? Really you remember the South Park episode uh, where they made fun of Family Guy, where they said the dolphins. Yeah, it's legendary. It kind of ruined Family Guy. Honestly, it was the kill. Exactly, it was kind of the kill look, shot, eh? Look, she's going for the for one of the setup balls. <laughs> Looks like Mr. T, and it's just like random yeah. fucking components. Yeah, Mr. Uh, T in 1942 see- with Gary Coleman. Exactly. You sent some comedian who does stuff like that of just like my my um, oh no it was you it was you doing a funny thing where it's like all the punchlines are just like white women's oh, names. all the punchlines are white women's punchlines yeah 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 and then there was another comedian that you sent me that was like he had another like real formula and that seeing the formula like with the family guys formula like that like is one of the better like seeing the soul of that comedy kind of thing is like seeing it exposed like that is really like either it makes you think it's like oh that's hilarious how they figured that out or it's like oh this is not as funny anymore now that i know what they're doing yeah it it, it does go one of two ways you know because there's a lot of formulas that you're like you know i mean i have a i I think of what i do there's you know that's why the most copied person in toronto right now is like exactly so many people you're like because you can sort of see what i'm doing but you don't know how to do it Exactly. It's like you it, because it's know. hard. You're like you can see the formula, and you I could give you all the moves. It's like it's like watching a good karate guy, and you're like, oh, I know what he's doing. He's doing left, left, right, right, backstop, like, and you're like, okay, but you still can't do it. Whereas it's, like it's it's like you they, you always showed up with a very nice cake, and they see it's like, oh man, that's a look at that cake. Oh, I'll here's the recipe. Yeah. Cake. I'll make my cake yeah. look like that. It's like, okay, here's the recipe. So like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You still yeah. need the cooking instructions and everything to actually make it come out at the end, like, properly. But some people's so, yeah, recipe yeah. is, like, use the recipes. Uh, not- Step one. Yeah, yeah. Read someone else's recipe. <laughs> Step two. <laughs> yeah, no. Cook someone else's cake. I'm actually going to yeah. do a whole I- – I was actually, right before this corona pandemic happened, I was gonna- when I was releasing that video, I was going to do a full episode on, like, hack comedy. And I had, I had like, I wrote like 20 different ones and I was going to go through all of them. But then the coronavirus thing and it just seemed like too, 
it's it's a tough one because it's like you don't want to just talk about this, but it's like if going on stage after someone died is the elephant in the room, right? So, yeah, that is the weirdest thing of like one. people people trying to do content and like content is exactly what they were trying to do fucking people are making hunks of shit right now just shitting out fucking nonsense one of the worst things and again it was like the second you mention it and then all of a sudden like oh my god i didn't see one before then and then the second you brought it up all i see are these fucking idiots with their cell phones and they're like lying down flat and making like their giant fat fucking chins come forward. And it's just two comedians like talking over each other through like, ins- like FaceTime or some They're crappy thing. live like, streams. Holy shit. The amount of live streams of just like, I'm going to get on with so-and-so. And it's just like, dude, I, there was this one guy with a live audience. stream. <laughs> yeah yeah for there was one guy with a live stream i cl- i kept click i i keep accidentally clicking on them and i clicked on it and it was t- two people watching and i go huh and i like you know you're like throw your phone at the wall <laughs> yeah you don't want like, them to be I, like oh ryan long comedy's here and you're like no i'm not no, no. <laughs> and then they like literally i would come back i would i would come, turn on my phone come back like two hours later and you're like there's still two people talking and there's still now there's one person watching and it's me you know i'm like so there's no one be- it's disgusting to watch yeah but- exactly i think the yeah like i think uh the it shows like the depths to which like try hard entertainers of any kind of like music comedy acting like all the people who are like wow, you really, really relied on someone else to, like, make your shit work. Like, they are (laughs) the ones who are having, like, the hardest time of just, like, they don't have that, like, starter for them or, like, whatever, like, their main thing is, like, the other person or, like, like, the writing team. Yeah, exactly. Dude, how gross is it? I feel like one of the grossest things for me has been to watch, like, some of these celebrities just try to, like, stay relevant you know what I mean? Just to yeah. like stay in your mind of like whatever the fuck they're doing, whatever it is. It's just like, just go away for a couple months. How about that? It's like, no, yeah, I mean, no true. one needs to fucking hear your stupid take on everything. You're not a social commentator. It's almost like watching these people that didn't have a perspective, didn't have it, like trying to like transfer into being like this. Ooh, maybe all of a podcast. It's like, you've never yeah. had anything interesting to say in your entire life. You're an actor. It's now they're like trying to take what was like the worst part of acceptance speeches <laughs> and then try and blow that out into like what they think like, well, this would would be what a podcast would be. You know what be, though? People fucking looking down at people and lecturing right. them about shit. I don't understand. They did get beat up though. Those actors. That was honestly, that was one of the positive moments. I feel like is when the actors came out and did the, I, uh, John Lennon. Uh, imagine. Yeah. And it was like, you know, whatever. It's like, I'm not going to trash it. Cause it's obviously ridiculous, but I feel like one of the good things about that was that they got beat up pretty hard. Like across yeah. the board, everyone was like, shut the fuck up. Like, fuck Sil- you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Lining. Even normal silver people. This, yeah, exactly. Was the, the silver lining to this is the backlash of sort of like, um, people like, sick of that sh- actors and their stupid nonsense. Yeah. Of like, Hey, we don't need to pay attention to you right now. Like yeah. you do a thing. You do do a thing, which is fine. You, but like, yeah, make- the sports guys don't get to play right now either. Anyways. Either. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the, you know what? It's actually one of like, 
another silver lining to this is like the amount of like people who are now like playing video games. So it's like you could like go on like Gran Turismo and race against like actual fucking Formula One drivers. <laughs> really? they've got nothing to do now. <laughs> They're all just like playing the video game of their sport. So there's like supposed to be a bunch of like NBA tournaments with the actual NBA players like live streaming and shit like that. So there's like something to it there. Like esports is definitely like trying its hardest to like Come on, guys! Let's make the best of a bad situation. Yeah. And well, my buddy, so, you know, my buddy Waldo, he's a high up at Twitch, and they're fucking. He says he's busier than ever. He's still working from home from Amazon, but he says he's busier than ever. They just got all sorts of, and a lot of these places because of no sports, they don't have their ad spends anymore, so they're like pouring it into places like Twitch. So he's he says he's working like a fucking yellow fever man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like one um, of those. Like one of those giant pandas. Yeah, dude. Um, <laughs> I thought. Okay, so I was. I thought and that was all my things. I thought that uh, it'd be funny, just not funny, but like a good thing to wrap the State of the Union up with me giving you uh, four things, and then you tell me your like quick take on them. Okay, one sure. absolutely. Pete Davidson special. Oh yeah, it it, it changed the dimensions for like how to judge stand-up now because it is the worst stand-up ever. And it was like a new kind of bad. Like it's bad in a new way. That's probably the most you could say for it. It's like he found like a new low that I don't think anyone had ever achieved. Cause and another like (laughs) talked with Alex uh, Byron about it or Barone and just saying of like, it is (laughs) otherworldly kind of like, out of touch, poorly performed, not well thought out, like jokes. Like there's I not honestly like, haven't seen it. Oh, oh, it, it it's again like it changes what you think of as like a, like a Nanette or whatever is like it's fine, it's fine. Yeah, you're like not I'm so bad. Totally over that now because <laughs> yeah. But again, it's like to sum it up, it's literally this is the entire thing of just like. There's this person or this group who's like not treating me good. And I'm like really hard done by, but they also suck. And it's like, ah! and it's like nothing happened there. Like he's literally you know like what else is, maybe, maybe thing. it's with him that a lot of times celebrities, when they get to like his level, they kind of just stop doing stand up too. Like the guys that you're like, they obviously don't care about stand up. Whereas him, he's still kind of like in it full force or not in a full yeah, force. I, like, you know, he's still mentally in it full force, but reality, he maybe has like one pinky toe still yeah. in actual stand up. Like he, he's not good or, or contributed. You know what I thought was maybe might be the problem with him too is that because someone like that that got famous so young and again I haven't saw it like I'm not huge on fucking dogging on comedians I try to avoid that because these people are like I have to see them every day but exactly (laughs) that's my fucking field of expertise is just autistically shitting on people that I might eventually run into so (laughs) but the I I was thinking sometimes with people like that it's like you know, they were probably awesome for an 18 year old. Like, you know what I mean? It was kind of like they were on the scene and they were 18. It was like, oh, this fucking 18 year old is pretty good. And it's like, then they got like really famous and they never really, now they're like 24 and they're like, you know, not really that much better because they've barely done stand up. And you're like, okay, well, like, 
Yeah, you're not actually as good as these other people. You were just like good for an 18 year old, which was adorable. But it's, now it's like it's not really cutting it when you're competing on the Met on. He he is just like the young, like white, faux punk version of Amy Schumer. Because like Amy Schumer was like pro- almost definitely like she was dating Jesselnick, so she had that big advantage of like she was probably above average for women very above average for women her age then also the curve shoots way up and now she's like opening for like norton and other like big road guys who are like she's getting a shitload of experience really fast and so for on a relative basis she was like more deserving than average yeah same thing with pete same thing with Pete. Probably was more deserving of these opportunities than the average person. But then it stops and it plateaus really hard. Yeah, that's probably and so, what I'm saying, yeah. So then you have, like, all these other people who's, like, their journey is, like, not this big arc up. It's, like, really long sort of, like, gradual improvements. And so when you both get to, like, 30 years old, one person is, like, had a meteoric rise and is more famous than their talent can possibly justify. And then the other person is probably underpaid and underappreciated, but actually a significantly greater talent. But it's like just the talent got like baked in and just like that diamond pressure for much longer. Whereas the other one, it's like, big burst of pressure and then here's your enormous reward that lasts like 40 years okay i got three more one second i need to go to the bathroom again no problem no problem i want to smoke anyways oh shit the bong is coming out (laughs) bong rips for the boys (laughs) i actually have uh it's like a a fairly decent amount of people that watch them online and stuff which is kind of cool Oh yeah, yeah. No, I, it's honestly like, yeah, cut all this stuff up. But like, seeing you on and Danny on all the stuff is like, it's so fucking cool. Like, it's really like, you're the only like, fa- like famous. You're yeah, the yeah. only people I know like ever done anything publicly. Well, dude, right now, and honestly, so successful and like to I like feel so much pride of just like I. Not only do I know those guys, but like. I knew they would be this funny and they are so much even funnier than this. It's just like, I know like this is really obviously like, uh, like all kidding aside, I feel really bad for you guys in terms of like, you literally can't perform in like the actual place where you Uh, could perform. Dude, honestly, I'm not going to get too bummed out about that shit. It is what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, but it's like... You're, don't you forget have... your competitors are also can't perform, right? Like, if you exactly, look at this... Yeah. I mean, you don't want to, like, look at yourself as always competing against people, but, like, you know, to some extent you are. So, oh, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the I mean, guilt comes with, you know, if you, if you can't do stand-up and everyone else is shooting past you. But right now, it's like, I can't do stand-up and either can anyone else, you know? And the yeah. truth is, I'm, like, working fucking hard on lots of stuff and no one else is. So, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I think like, but when yeah, that is actually great. Of like, dude, everyone else is fucking jerking ex- their dicks off right now. Oh, and was it you who said of like 
this is the day for uh, this is uh, the best for like lazy people. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, the, yeah. It was on the, the coronavirus voice. is huge for lazy dude. Lazy social justice warriors are the best. They get to tell people what to do. They get to sit around on their fat ass and eat pizza, and they get to act like they're fucking heroes for doing it. Exactly. Yeah. Like it, this is like the dawn of the lazy age. Hell yeah. Like this is like people will like like. And uh, we, like, looking back a hundred years, like, people will be like, and this was the moment where really the the size of the fat ass just exploded <laughs> across the Western world. Of, like, you see the, the skeletons of these people and all of a sudden the ass is just big, broad, flat from fucking <laughs> sitting around all day. Like, the amount of just, like, nothing going on. That's probably the one of the more annoying things about having to work more is just, like, all anyone is talking about is, like, oh, watching TV and being lazy. And it's, like, I'm, I've been working 12 hours every single day, Dang. like, for fucking weeks on end. Yeah, now. yeah, you're doing and the complete like, opposite. In the middle would probably be good. Yeah, exactly. Dude, I've had to like, exactly. I'm the opposite. Like, I'm not the opposite with me, but I'm like, the people that have been like that, the, that are so like, oh, I'm so bored. It's like, I've literally had to like cut them out where I'm like, people that I would normally hang out. It's like, I don't want that fucking energy around me of like, you can't find anything to fucking do, loser. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Exactly. Yeah. I, and I, the only I, people probably- that have actual real, uh, I don't know what the right word is, feel sympathy for is the people that are stuck with like a significant other or even like a bad roommate or like whatever in a bad living situation that they're having, that they can't get out of. Cause it's like, it might be hard to get, do something if, especially if you're like sharing a room with a chick or whatever, and she's there, it's like that. I'm like, you have an obstacle to overcome to get shit done. So, I mean, you still, you can still make it work, but it's a little tougher. Yeah. That's probably like, the, the and this is like even like on the long term of like let's say this unravels society dude of if like four months if pe- people get forced to be in a in a like fucking studio apartment with their significant other for four months they're gonna murder each other like i i said it wouldn't last uh three weeks for uh and i but what would they do though what would you even I, do though if you're both unemployed now just- and you're you get i mean i guess you someone goes back to their parents house most likely is probably what actually happens but what if you're 50 like i don't know no i think like what will happen will people will just say fuck it and not even just like separate they'll just go back to normal and just be like yep uh, a lot of old people are gonna die from yeah this. whatever uh, but it's either old people or exactly. my ex-wife <laughs> exactly exactly like literally like i it, if i have to like yeah, yeah no you will have like a lot of people just like physically and mentally incapable of like hunkering Dude, i've down been for in situations weeks. where there was no chance we could have done this together Especially if you were like yeah, already yeah. like kind of on the way to get out, like it was already on the the relationships on the fritz, and you're in that scenario, and then and then she's like, yeah, let's do fucking, you know, you you're like, let's do a trip, and you do a trip together, and it's like you do a weekend trip to like Niagara Falls, and it's a fight club say, for like, two every, days, yeah, and you're like, oh, and we're gonna do weekend. four months in my fucking studio apartment and. Like Brooklyn, yeah, every weekend it's di- difficult for you to like spend Saturday, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sunday, all of that together. Picking a like, show is a big yeah. fight, like, and that's and and I think I'm fairly like reasonable at conflict negotiation. You know, I've seen people that are way worse than me. 
Oh, of course. Well, like anybody. Well, I mean, like, those people end up me. kicking I the think... shit out of each other. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like naturally, like Pete, oh, like uh, that's like the best thing. The humor. And I'm talking about girls I've been with. They're hot. Escalating. At least they're yeah. hot. Imagine on top of exactly. that, she's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Fucking she's smelly and fat. <laughs> God. Can you imagine that though? Like you're stuck eight, six months with your fat, gross girlfriend. She's got a Cheeto in her. F- like imagine like day three, you're lying on the bed and you look over at her and you see that in some of her fat, there's like a cracker and you're just like, dear God. Or Cheeto. <laughs> yeah. Cheeto that's like contoured to like the, the rib ripples. And you're like, I got to yeah. do another four months potentially of this. I was thinking that if I, I had to go to jail, I was watching these jail movies and I'm like, if I had to go to jail, if I did five years, I think I would kill myself. Less than five, I would try to make it worth. But like, I honestly think five years, I would end it. Even if it doesn't have to, it oh, wouldn't have yeah. to be that big of a sentence for me to be like, day one, like, how do I get a noose? How do I, you know, how do I? <laughs> it depends on the jail. Depends too. on the if jail, it's like one, yeah. If it's one of the jail where it's Fuck like, me in the I'm ass prison, the as a, what they said, yeah. I sentenced you to five years in federal fuck me in the ass prison. What was that from uh, Office Space? Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like, but I would just be like, do the, like the fucking South Park thing of like, put a blindfold on her and just be like, this fucking zombies are coming back and just like go into the woods with her and just be like, you gotta hide out here. Hide out here. You're <laughs> oh, to your girlfriend. <laughs> I, was, yeah. I wasn't following. I'm gonna go back into the city and try and get supplies. <laughs> Don't turn on a radio. That's how they say it's going to turn you. That's a, and just uh, leave her there. My buddy my buddy was saying the thing where it's like, go on, you're free now. Get, you know that one. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> I hate you. Go on. Go away. You're free now. What's She's that like, from? White, it's from White Fang, the, yeah, dog, the dog thing, where it's, it's like dog, trying yeah. to make the dog go away. She's like, oh, I don't God. have anywhere to go. You're free now. Yeah, like, Algonquin Park is really cold at night. <laughs> Algonquin. I hear animals. <laughs> well, you fit yeah. in fucking good, you fucking cow. Slam! <laughs> Don't even like stop the car. Just like, <laughs> dude, I guarantee. Well, that's what apparently Wuhan when they ended it. Uh, there was oh. like fucking some crazy amount of divorces out of the gate. The divorce rate is like a hundred percent there now. <laughs> like, and that's in a culture call. where they don't like getting divorces either. Yeah, exactly. Like of the marriages that they had registered, they are now all undone. <laughs> um, okay, let me get through the last three of these. Though. Okay, uh, Idris. Do you see Idris Alba? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, that yeah. <laughs> Idris Alba was... saying that the humans are the problem. Yeah, exactly. That's uh, I've been saying that forever. Um, he was he got infected actually funny enough like from either sophie gregoire trudeau because did you see that photo? <laughs> so you think that yeah and with one of the other guys who's in it is lewis hamilton and i'm like obsessed with formula one and he's like the f1 champ and so he was in there so i was like he has corona no no exactly oh. i was gonna be like if he gets corona these fucking chinamen are gonna get it <laughs> i'm gonna fucking like that's actually the most real it got for me it was just like oh no i hope lewis hamilton is okay and then he's fine and so right. like i hope i hope i hope one of those people isn't okay more so she gets the other one not okay i didn't get that you hope that <laughs> i'm gonna make you explain that one. I, I, 
I wish Sophie Gregoire Trudeau infected Justin Trudeau. Oh, okay. That would be great. Not enough world leaders are going to get it. That's probably the biggest downfall of I this. I mean, it feels... Yeah. Apparently Boris Johnson might have it. Why aren't any of the world leaders getting it? How does Trudeau not have it if his wife has it? Or he does have it. It's just not too bad. Exactly, yeah. So, like, 90% of people are asymptomatic. So, that that's the other thing of, like, why you would also... Like, I mean, I have I it for also, sure. Yeah, and I would also maintain, I'm like, I'm 90% on, like... The worst that's going to come from this is what the governments are doing to the people now. The virus is not going to be that. Like 10% of like me is going like, get ready for this to be a fucking like world undoing event. 90% like, no, this is literally like, get ready for a lot of shitty government driven inconveniences to fucking make life like less free periodically. 90% that. And that's and to prove that is like the amount of people who actually likely have this is they're not counting that properly, and so that's why the death rate is what it is. Like the death rate is actually probably like point zero 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 like oh three seven something percent because they are underestimating how many people have it and are just asymptomatic. Yeah, yeah it seems like that's at, what they're always like. The numbers have gone up, and you're like because they have more tests. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's the worst fucking most dishonest that, to go it's back insanity. to the other thing you were saying. So that's one of the most dishonest things that they're doing is basically counting like they shouldn't be able uh, to talk about those numbers at all. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. Is pretending like the number of people getting uh, tested is like that's that's who we know does or doesn't it's have ridiculous. It. It's like, no, you know, what, what do you mean? I didn't get people, tested. No one I know got tested. So what do you mean? How do you know? Exactly. It's fucking ridiculous. That's the media is that's like you wonder if like that because that is like it's epically fucking stupid or if that is really part yeah, of it. Yeah, it is like, epically they, stupid. I think, the me I think a lot of Western media do want to sort of like turn twist the knife a bit on this in order to depress the economy to sort of like make the like right wing populist people who are in power look worse because you see who gets like said as like no one's really counting the socialist guy in Italy or the socialist guy in Spain where it's really bad. No one's going like, what the fuck were these people thinking? But Boris Johnson and Trump are everybody's going like, you fucked this up. We're all going to die. Cause of yeah, you. yeah. And you're like, and well, like, no, the, the thing got fucked up because of a communism of like Chinese. Yeah. Yeah. yeah what you said. And the two worst countries <laughs> who are like not making the actual biological weapon and accidentally letting it loose are Spain and Italy who are like hard, hard left authoritarian socialist. I always thought that like the- you could do it either way. I was kind of saying this, but like with the Bernie Sanders thing, I was like, you could go either way. It's like, I guess you can make a case for this is why America should have health care. Maybe or whatever that's. And again, I'm not American. I'm not even necessarily against health care. Yeah, I don't agree with it, but I obviously see where that comes okay, from. So that that's, was, that's like- to me the only like real case that's for Bernie Sanders that helps them. To me, the part that hurts them is the the like let's steal rich people's money and give it to poor people works way better when the economy's doing well when everyone just wants a yeah. job and you're like yeah let's make it harder for amazon to hire people everyone's like yeah actually we don't want to make anything hired harder for anyone to get hired you know what i mean well, like all and then on yeah, top of that the, like- the billionaires that they're like the billionaires are so evil it's like they're all kind of like pretty much stepping up and donating as much money as they can and doing it all they can like 
Like all of these like kind of yeah. like high profile billionaires are kind of doing everything they can, whether it's for their own personal gain or not. That's just what it is, you know? But that's what they're like. That, that's probably where that the thing is just so. His thing's being tested and he's shown that it's wrong a little bit. Of course. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, it, throughout, throughout history, but also just like the idea of like, um, uh, well, let's just pretend that the primary motivator is not self-interest. Right. Because that's why everybody does most things. Like we all have different interests, but they're all generally self-interest. Yeah, for us, like, they're not. No, no, like, some people don't have self-interest. It's only rich people. They're they're. <laughs> so there's like weird marks, like transcendent man thing where you like, you get smart enough and you ought to suddenly like get loose of like jealousy and greed yeah, and Buddhist all these fucking- now. That's kind of silly shit, but that's why it's like so like the girls that are like in the relationship, or the guys they're like, no, we just don't get jealous of each other. It's like, okay, well then you don't care, which is fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've been in like situations you, where I'm not jealous. I'd be like, encourage it. She'd be like, yeah, I'm yeah, gonna go you, hang. You look down on them. <laughs> yeah, She's like oh, I'm yeah. gonna go hang you're, out. You're not jealous of someone you find to be in your inferior. <laughs> but this is like, yeah, like oh yeah, oh man, I think actually. I think one of the real things that'll be like, not yet, but the enormous fodder for you is sort of like the weird relationship shit that develops from this. Because I think like this will really change. Um, uh, it will like send a lot of women to the extreme, like uh, everyday feminism cause. Why is that? Why do you think that? Uh, uh, the spending so much time together. Cause they're going to have, they're, you're going to be faced with like what you people are actually like together. And like women are women-y generally speaking. And so why would that send women to the everyday feminism if they're forced to like, because you're going to have a lot of like, uh, it's always that outlier, but they're going to be like the ones who are still like around guys and like see guys as like the thing is like, like we've talked about it before. It's like, women will say things like guys just don't understand what it's like to walk home at night yeah. and be afraid. It's just like you, you literally like no one is denying that you are afraid, but to say that the people who are in infinitely more danger and have to deal with it more often, they're not thinking about it. It's like, yeah, yeah. Like every have, fucking they, guy in high school walked through like a dark alleyway, just like, yeah, being a man's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So it's like, it's going to be a lot of like, they're looking at them and are able like in their face, able to like criticize them and judge them of like, oh, see, I see you working from home and you're not working that hard. There's no like relativism of like, oh, what's this like compared to me? What am I doing wrong? What is like my downfalls? It's I'm saying like, this is like a great opportunity for women in their like weird backwards way to just look at how shitty men are and they'll find a million new oh, things to start. Okay. I'm, I was literally like struggling to understand what you're saying. So you're oh, saying it's sorry, because yeah. women are going to see men, shitty men in their shitty element and blah, blah. Yeah. They're going to be yeah. like, look at this well, like it, piece of shit. He's just sitting there playing video games. Like men suck. Exactly. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of like, I don't think so. I'm going to go the opposite way. Cause I, I think that, I think you're wrong about that because I think women actually don't care of shitty men, especially what they, it's like, 
And I don't, because I don't, because I don't think that women are believe what they say. They didn't get to that opinion by seeing like a shitty guy and like making those opinions. They were told those opinions and they just went with them. So like all these blogs and they were around too many girls that were like that. And they told them, this is what you think now. And they became made a part of their identity. They're actually removed from that to some degree. And they're just actually with the normal people living in a normal world. I think it's going to bring them away from it. That's actually a great point. They're and away like from their fucking their cult leaders. <laughs> that I was literally just gonna say, like they are not getting brainwashed by the cult leader anymore. That's actually a great. Guys point. aren't that so shitty, dude. The truth is, like, there's some shitty dudes, but I mean, most people aren't that bad. You know what I mean? Like, no, yeah. Well, I think like generally anyone being stuck together sucks, but I think that girls are going to, it's going to be like, they're going to, they're going to sit together for two months. And then like the amount of times they're going to be like, actually, yeah, could you kind of help me with this? I'm like tired of like pretending I'm a man. Actually, I don't know what I'm kind of tired in general of pretending I'm a man. (laughs) That's actually a a much better thought of just like seeing like, oh, one actually like women prefer the company of men. Like men prefer the company of men of just like to be fucking bullshitting around and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. And, and women like going like, man, these conversations are so much better. <laughs> yeah, what the nonsense we've been what? talking about. <laughs> the nail like, salon. That's I, <laughs> I, I, that's you've actually made made me very uh, much more optimistic. Well, that one that was the, my last one too that I wanted to ask you about because this chick was telling me she's like. She thinks she goes. Gwyneth Paltrow is like the new Oprah, and her new show is like taking over. Where it's like she has a big like cult of women and stuff like that. Do you know anything about that? Do you believe that, or do you think that that's just like she has a show and it's nothing? Or do you think Gwyneth Paltrow is like actually kind of turning into this like big like fucking cult leader for new new age women, like Jordan Peterson for women sort of thing? Okay, I actually bizarrely enough have a lot of inside information. You've inside information on everything. (laughs) Okay. What what have I brought up that you don't have a big scoop on? Yeah, this one is like more of like the other stuff is like literally just like researching things and listening to a lot of other people and like being able to recall them and kind of shit like that. But this I literally And you're in a fucking like newsroom fucking twenty four seven. Like you understand the you got all the fucking scoop on everything. I have a journalism fucking background and yeah. degree and all that horse. Like, yeah. Um, this though, literally like someone came to me and said, talked and said, I need you uh, to make some time. And this was literally all before the Corona thing, which is like spiked everything, obviously. So I need you to record a podcast and there's going to be two people on the podcast. They're both, uh, one of them is like an A-lister mainstream, and one of them is like a cult uh, popular popular figure. Uh, and we need you to record like podcast-type material that will be an extra for this um, like bonus features type shit and commentary type thing for their film coming out about magic mushrooms. Okay. And so I'm like, this is bizarre. And this is a banker, by the way, All telling right. me about this. A, a banker who represents. And the, then it you know, was like it Meryl Streep? Is that? Or sorry, was it Gwyneth Paltrow? Or so you yeah. recorded a podcast with Gwyneth Paltrow. So is the first no. okay? So is the first thing no, you're I'll saying be- that like there's this big push to fucking. Yeah, they are. Li- they're doing a full. They were certainly, as far as I knew, doing like a full. It's not an organic, press. organic movement. This is Hollywood trying to design Gl- Glenneth Paltrow a fucking cult. 
this is predetermined. This is predetermined. They've already decided, like, one of the many, like I mentioned, Amy Schumer, like, they decide this person will be this Yeah, Gwyneth thing. Paltrow is going to be famous a fucking... for this. You're going to... And so it was uh, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow and Tim Ferriss. I like Tim Ferriss, but... Who are... Yeah, exactly. But I, mean, I don't give a shit about Gwyneth Paltrow. Like, I don't have this disdain for her as, like... No, neither like, do I. No- I just was like a little bit like, I don't know about that. She's like a dork celebrity. She's like a like just in people's shit type okay. of celebrity, but there's a fucking million of them. Like John Legend's wife, I gotta hear about every she other She follows me on Instagram. Really? <laughs> yeah. She's a shit disturber. I I, I'm not a fan. She's trying to be funny. That's she, why she, I think she's trying to follow comedians because she's trying to be funny. So she's like trying to look at what's on the pulse. Really, yeah. I've had to do a bunch of new things about her getting in like regular people shit over things they said. So, I, I yeah, don't, she yeah, Chrissy T. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, so they want, yeah, exactly. And so they have this movie coming out, and then she has like, she is very in on like um, what is going to be um, like. Uh, like mushrooms, like the mushroom therapy, like uh, psilocybin. Tim Ferriss and fucking his Silicon Valley dorks would be. Uh, he lo- he loves that nonsense. This, this is like yes, yeah, Silicon Valley. Uh, that is just like mon- the two fucking smell your own farts people meeting each other at the same time, eh? <laughs> Hey, yeah, another South Park thing. I'm like, li- that's what like literally the meeting is. Is like a bunch of specially designed chairs that help them like <laughs> sit their heads underneath their butts, and they're just like <laughs> inhaling deeply. Um, uh, so in uh, Canada, in Montreal, is where one of the companies is basically based out of, and the other end of it is in Jamaica. Where in Jamaica, magic mushrooms have been basically legal, pseudo legal, certainly decriminalized uh, because of. Um, like Rastafarian culture yeah. shit. So it's basically like a uh, peyote for, uh, it, it, for aboriginals in the, the Indians in North America. Um, so they get special dispensation, but now they changed it so they could like literally in Jamaica go full, like industrial farms with mushrooms. And so Gwyneth Paltrow is apparently in on this with Tim Ferriss. And they're going to be like, um, like combining together for like some lifestyle brand and she's going to have her own like talk show kind of thing. That's like an internet based chat show. And she has like that thing on Netflix. She's got, she's supposedly like full blown, like multimedia push with no organic, like uh, traction. This is a contrived inorganic narrative that has been paid for by like, it just like, the most naked. That was my suspicion, interest. but I'd like it confirmed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Slam confirmed. Yeah. Fucking the, the graphic of like the fucking hammer, like hitting the camera, the judge's hammer hit, hitting the camera. Cause like, yeah, that is like literally just like a very designed thing. Fuck yeah. Very. Um, yeah. Dude, we're almost and, at. And so much of this stuff would have happened as well. It would be like people obviously just not believe anything I say. But um, there would be more proof had this thing not happened because the movie would have uh, come out. That Like all this other stuff that I could have to back it up. But it just literally didn't happen because of the coronavirus. Cause, so I have not done like anything with them. I've just been like told all of this stuff, which of course could or could not be true, but it's probably true. I mean, so. 
Yeah, that's, that's pretty, pretty much good it. synopsis. Like, is, Dude, we did almost fucking three hours here. Some fucking awesome. Rogan style length, eh? I like this. Yeah, it was nice talking to you and fucking seeing you. Right? Yeah, hell yeah, dude. That's good to do that. Yeah. I like to do the. That's a good uh, state of the union, though. The fucking deep wave state of the unions, though. If you are, yeah, to give me fucking feedback on our three hour episode. Because if you had the own, like, your own Patrick O'Neill podcast, you would get fired from your job so fucking quick. <laughs> so quickly, yeah. But because a lot of it was like, and some of the things on just like anything that would happen on fuckonomics, I would like literally I would do the sh- news uh, stuff and be like, here's this horse shit that you should all believe because someone in charge said so. <laughs> and then walk into the other room and like, they're all fucking lying to you. <laughs> and just do the exact opposite. <laughs> and the exact opposite. So it's like, yeah, I mean, and th- that's the issue of but like, I would be referencing things directly of like, so I worked today. They had to do all this bullshit. Here's what's wrong with it, and just like explain how they're all these people who I know and work for. They're like they're a bunch of fucking lying shits. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and they're like, like, yeah, Patrick, we have a this tape of you uh, on your Patrick on the old podcast doing three hours of just saying kike. Like I don't know if it's exactly on brand for what we're doing here. <laughs> You did a looks like a commentary on a Holocaust denying documentary <laughs> reaction video, and it's very positive. Yeah. <laughs> it's a reaction video, like just good point, good point. You have six episodes no. in the month of May called Holo Holo Hoax One through Four. <laughs> you did a reaction video to Schindler's List, and it's just you. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It's like a- Amon, Amon Gert, a hero, a hero who is maligned by this dirty fucking Liam Neeson playing son of a bitch. <laughs> oh fuck. Okay, dude. Uh, hold on, up, I'll wrap bro. this up, then I'll say bye to you. Okay, peace, guys. Thank you for listening to the Boys Cast. Tell a friend. Tell me if you like the three-hour interviews. Message tag guests that you think that I should have on the Boys Cast. Keep sending me articles to the boys cast uh, with Ryan Long at gmail.com of any questions you want me to answer. And share my clips. Tell a friend. I'm Ryan Long. Peace.